Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 132. Look at me with the mic discipline of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business on or offline, website design, Google ads, graphic design, printing, we can absolutely help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or our website, bbdigitalmarketing.com. You can request a free review of your entire online presence today. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. We got Bo and Christian behind the camera. Say hello, fellas. Woo. Woo. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. You just hit puberty. Don't forget to like, comment, download, share, and click that subscribe button. We'd really appreciate the support. Joining us today is the crew from Henzo Gracie Weston and one familiar face who trains with them as well. Miguel's back. Uh, a couple of quick shout outs, guys. So uh, thank you to our friends over at Flown Roll. Hands down the best gear, custom gear and no gi gear in the business. Don't believe us. Visit them on Instagram at flow underscore and underscore roll and check out all their custom designs. They've uh, got a really cool pre-order program if you're a new gym starting out or you hate laying out five, ten grand for all your gear. Uh, they'll put them on their website. Your students can order right from the website and, uh, you know, you'll uh, you'll get all your gear and any of the profits. So check them out again. Flowenroll.com. You get 20 percent off of any of your online orders. So if you order a gear or a belt or anything like that, use code JJD. Also, we got Leo Optics. Right, they're a sunglass and apparel company specializing in signature bamboo sunglasses. Their passion is rooted in the jiu-jitsu lifestyle founded in Southern California with products reflecting the BJJ lifestyle. So you can get uh, 10% off with code JJD at leooptics.com. And then we've got BioProtech. Bio right, this is a, a bioidentical alternative to human growth hormone. I currently take both of these. This is the BioPro and then the BioPro Plus with the uh, quarter sleep. Yeah, it helps with anti-aging, metabolism, libido, immune system, skin, cognition, and then the uh, the quarter sleep is going to help you with sleep and stress. All of this with no needles, no side effects. You can check them out at bioproteintech.com and get $30 off with code JJD on any of their regularly priced kits. Basically, like if you got these two kits, it's going to be like almost 300 bucks. You'd be right there. Use the code. And um, yeah, man, that's it. Does it come in acai flavor? Acai? <laughs> no, but uh, but I do I do love it. Everyone's always like, "Come on, man! Is it just is it a sponsor?" I, I really do. I feel the difference. Yeah, you've heard me. You know what I say, right? Yeah. You know, got that. Uh, you're like a walking boner. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna so, ask, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's been great. I, I do disclose. I I started taking Astroflave. Uh, was it Astroflave? Um, which was supposed to be like a test, testosterone booster, your natural, make your body produce testosterone. Got it. When I talked to these guys, he was like, I said, oh, you know, do I need to stop doing this? He's like, no, no. He's like, works great together. Keep on doing what you're doing. Even if you're doing uh, TRT, you can do this as well. It helps with that. Yeah. And uh, it's been great. RGR. RGR. Human growth hormone. What are you saying? RGR? Yeah. It's HGH, no? Yeah, but aren't the H's R's? Ah, I see, see. Welcome back, Miguel. <laughs> give you those thinkers. <laughs> so, okay, we've got Adrian and Enrico from Henzo Gracie Weston. But I'll let you guys introduce yourself, name, rank, serial number. Go ahead. You go first. Um, I'm Adrian. I'm the head coach at Renzo Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, and I'm also the owner. And uh, this is one of our, our, our students. And uh, uh, Phenom is getting real good, mm -hmm. real quick. Real quick. Trying, I hear. Trying. So your full name and your uh, your rank? My name is Enrico Beltran Said. 
last name is a little weird. Said said up to you how you say that. I'm said. a purple belt training. <laughs> I'm a purple belt training under Adrian Lorenzo Gracie Weston, and yeah, that's why. Yeah. Tell for the people that don't know you, Miguel. Yeah. Go ahead. Name, rank, Just serial number. Miguel. <laughs> Blue belt. Blue belt. Lorenzo Gracie Weston. Yeah. Just out here, getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly. <laughs> is he training? Is he is he training? I train. Okay. All right. It's got to yeah. make sure he's showing up. I, at a minimum, two days a week. Ugh. At a minimum. Minimum. I, I'd live there if I could. Yeah. Um, I just started getting disciplined again and doing two morning classes. And then, because I'll also train when my when my children train. Okay. So it's like my wife oh, will the drop kids them are off. They're, they're the, kids, the kids have never left. Okay. It's just, you know, every summer they go up, uh, they go up north. And then um, we were just up north for, I don't know, something. I don't even think it was a holiday. It was, trip, just, right? oh, it was Halloween. That's what it was. We yeah. went trick or treating in my wife's old neighborhood. That was pretty oh, yeah? cool. It what snowed on us. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. she got a tour of her old house, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, training, man. Just trying to get in there. Yeah. I like the morning classes. It really does jump start your day. Like you feel super refreshed. I love weekends because I, yeah. I do the morning classes on the weekends. Yep. Yeah. So this is uh, Enrico Miguel. I think. You're the guy that Miguel keeps on telling me about? I've been telling you about Enrico since, like, literally the first day I went to that. He was my first, like, my first, first day. First role, yeah. First role. My oh, first. Really? I was just, like, sitting next to him. I was like, <laughs> okay, we're both blue belts. I was like, man, this kid's long. And he was short. He was probably, like, three, four inches shorter than when I started, like, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was just, like, it was evident, like, the first role. Never, never yeah. interacted with him ever. It was just, like, man, like, fluid. But on top of that, it's just always in the right spot, applying the right amount of pressure, not exerting any extra energy. Just, it's like, all right, dude, it's like, you know, yeah. like, you know, you just know. <laughs> How long have you been training, Enrico? Seven years oh, since boy. I was 12. Ah, so you're one of those. So Time. it's a, yeah. like the yeah. blue, I mean, I, in a good way. I mean, it's just yeah. like you've been training forever. So the blue belt is definitely, uh, there's a higher level to that blue yeah, belt. I would say it's, yeah. it's a big pool. Of yeah. skills yeah. as a yeah. blue belt, yeah. Well, what age again? What? Um, I've been training since I was twelve, so it's been seven years. I'm nineteen right now. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a product of a your dad's a professional athlete. He used to be. He used to be. Used yeah, to I'd be. say he still is. You know. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> what did you? What, what he did he play basketball? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 We should have you stand up so they they, they get the eight. true eight. the the you know what see what this kid looks like. So so you know to to quote my Lord and Savior uh, Joe Rogan, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he talks about he's like I wonder what the sport would be like if athletes who get paid millions and millions of dollars would do because we all know there's no money in jujitsu, dude. Uh, now there is. It's getting there, but there's it's, no dude squeezing squeezing. A dollar out of a black belt, you're gonna I, get the white belt. I've you're said gonna get the, same the blue thing belt for a long time. I'm, gonna, I'm starting to, I'm seeing the light, bro. You seen a black belt show up in nogi class? Unless he's sponsored, he's showing up in what? He wore a purple shirt. He don't care, <laughs> dude. He's coming in there. He's yeah. taking heads, right? Or she, whatever. But what I'm saying is, like, when you get a professional athlete that caliber of a human being, an with NFL, that discipline, there's with like that a discipline, that, discipline, that, that work ethic, the genetics. You know, what I'm saying, yeah. blessed. With genetics, I, but I, if you don't mind, can we just get the camera? Do you mind standing up? Because yeah, you're yeah. really fucking tall, which was to. which was surprising. Yeah. I'm yeah, six there you go. How, how tall are you? Six one. I'm six. Jesus, one. nineteen. You probably you you might not have stopped six growing yet. You're yeah, you're that 
You're that guy that the guys my age don't want to roll. They're like, that guy is too long. I'm going to get triangle the fuck out of my... Dars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, but what I'm saying is it's like, this is the new yeah. generation. And like when hard work, yeah. you know, when hard work and talent yeah. meet, this is the byproduct. Well, Adrian, how long have you been training now? Uh, you, I've you been training. as well? Uh, I started with Taekwondo when I was seven. Okay. And when I was... 17 my senior year in high school i started training jiu-jitsu okay. and it's been now 10 years yeah, 10 years, 10 years okay. now. um turned 27 last two weeks two weeks ago oh okay so, happy mm-hmm. birthday happy birthday thank you, thank you, thank you. your birthdays Nearing are pretty the, close to each other you're in my third yeah. you gotta be uh, you gotta be one of the younger uh, do you know if you were like the youngest henzo gracie owner I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't ask. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's that's pretty young to be to own a gym. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Yeah. 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 Um, so you. you started with Taekwondo. Yeah. And then tell us about did was I mean we get so many. It's everybody's like oh, I did karate when I you know I did karate for a couple months when I was younger. I sprained a thumb in another sport and I never went back. My I tell the story. Uh, my sensei punched a little kid in the stomach. So when I sprained my finger, it was just like, oh thank God I don't gotta go back. <laughs> and I never went back. I was just a little kid. And I was scared. But tell us how did you transition into jujitsu? How did that happen? Uh, I always enjoyed it, and then when I started high school, um, I didn't enjoy it as much. So I started going okay. to the gym. You know, like more like uh, high school high school kid stuff. And one day I was in my gym and I saw two guys rolling. Okay. And I knew of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu a little bit um, because actually my coach in Mexico was one of the first people in the town to start getting into Jiu-Jitsu. This was like 2010 when it started to get popular. Okay. Um, people started to, to learn more about it. Uh, so I knew some techniques already, but never really rolled because what he would do, he would uh, let us spar Taekwondo, but mm-hmm. he would be like, okay, guys, if you take each other down, you could strangle each other. Okay. <laughs> That's right. fun. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we would be essentially doing like MMA or something like that. Okay. Um, so, imagine like Taekwondo sparring, but with singles and doubles, and, and I would always lose. So, I asked these two guys, like, hey, like, what is this? Like, um, this is jujitsu? And they're like, yeah. They, they told me to buy a gi, and then I show up the next day. They didn't charge me anything for like the first six months. Yeah. It was uh, this black belt. His name is Rick Del Vecchio, like the pizza store. Okay. I think he moved to Texas, I think, and I haven't heard from him ever since. Uh, but my first six months was two practitioners just trying to get me up to speed so I could be somewhat of a challenge to them. Okay. And then eventually they left, and I went to um, uh, Wilson Govea took over. That's okay. the gym. I know the name. Uh, UFC, right? Yes. yes son yes. trains as well. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, his don't son. Know. Yeah, yeah. His son trains. Um, who's the guy that put us the whiskey bottle? He he, he trains under them. I forgot. I forgot his name. I'll think of it. George Black, Black House, the guy who owns Black House MMA in Miami. No, he owns uh, American. Not Govea. Not Govea. The I think uh, the the guy that tra- oh. that, that uh, they train under. I don't know. Who I'm drawing Black a blank. House. Yeah. 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 Know. I could look, but I'm I'm too lazy. But go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. So I, I uh, trained under him for like two years. He actually gave my blue belt. Okay. And then we moved to Weston and I started teaching, uh, I'm sorry, training uh, there at Henson Gracie. With Stan. Correct. Yeah. 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 So um, after the pandemic, the opportunity presented itself because like I was already teaching all the classes for like the past two years. My sure. coach was living in Utah. Stan was living in Utah. Mm-hmm. So I come up to him like, hey, man, like how, how about you? You know, like let me take over the academy. Sell me the academy. And he said, yes, uh, my father-in-law helped me get along. He gave me a bunch of money and started now not only teaching, but now managing the place. Too. Okay. 
Yeah. And first thing we did, we got a projector so we could watch like movies. <laughs> UFC and, fights. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no you, don't, you don't watch UFC fights, sir. No, you don't. I remember this. No. He came up to me. He's like, YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. No, we watch UFC highlights yeah. that are posted by the okay. UFC on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. Fully licensed. Word. Yeah. He was Word. like, I wonder if I should get new floors or a projector to watch movies on. <laughs> <laughs> the projector, like, duh. Oh, we put it to <laughs> a vote. <laughs> It was unanimous. <laughs> only one person, only one person voted one, for the floor. Yeah. Wanted new mats. <laughs> and, and in true, and it, the one thing that I really do love about jujitsu, and it's and it's pretty evident across the board. You know, I've been to a lot of gyms, and these guys have been too. They they train all over the place. Is that everybody that trains has a skill set besides jujitsu? So it's okay. like if you need something, it's like yeah. electrician, guy to mount it, guy that uh. like how do we do this? How do we? There's always a guy that's like. You know, what's funny, I just got a referral from a guy that's doing a podcast, started a podcast, um, I'm, I'm, we're going to shout him out a little bit more, we have a conversation next week, it's like Jiu-Jitsu Biz, uh, not Biz Journal, but like Jiu-Jitsu Biz something, um, and um, he was just following me, and then he, you know, he saw that I own Black Belt uh, Digital Marketing, and he sent me a referral, and we booked, the, we're, the guy's working with us already, it's a dentist, Purple yeah. Belt, and, but that's what he's doing, he's putting yeah. together this like... You know, uh, like almost a, a yellow pages for people who train jujitsu, yeah. but ha own businesses that do something else outside. That's of a it. lot so it's of interesting it too. That you said that. And it's yeah. it's also something I've noticed over the years. It's the the jujitsu practitioners that are hobbyists, yeah, and the jujitsu parents who train and and who jujitsu. You know, they have their children in jujitsu. Is they're all very goal oriented. Okay. They they want to be successful. They might not come of means. They might not have means, but you could tell that they're going to survive. They're going to strive. They're going to eventually make it. And and the community in jujitsu, especially like our community, and I'm and I felt the same thing. You know, when I was at Felipe's and stuff like that, it's like everybody's there to help out. Mm -hmm. The assholes get weeded out every single time. Absolutely. The creeps agree. get weeded out yeah. every single time. The people who can't learn to stop spazzing get weeded out every single time. And then if you get your blue belt, you quit. You know, it's like, it's normal. <laughs> let, let me give him a proper <laughs> shout out because I know we're going to be doing some stuff with him and, and maybe we've, uh, we'll have him as a guest. It's uh, bizjitsu underscore podcast. So again, he just heard about the podcast, so that I own black belt, sent me a referral. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it is, uh, I know, you know, I try to keep my money. If I can use a client, I use a client. If I can use a friend, if I can use somebody that's specific to jujitsu, I feel like I'm just going to yeah. get something better. And those guys that do last, like you said, it's like, yeah. you know that you can trust them. Like you trust in them with your neck and your arms and your right. arms, right? You know, so. Yeah. So uh, um, we didn't come back to the to the gym, but did you, is this the young man that just fought Combs? Yeah. Yes. You yeah. Uh, you beat John Combs in, uh, in ADCC? Yeah. Um, Talk to us about it. So this year I got injured around February. I hurt my lower back and I was out for six seven months uh like i couldn't train for six seven months and this tournament coming back was my first one back okay and my only goal was to not get injured that's all i wanted to do right it's hard to roll like that though because yeah you feel like a little gun shot, yeah no right? it's not it's not like the best mindset to have and yeah, i know that but yeah. for this tournament i wanted to exaggerate that mindset so i wouldn't get hurt okay. because last time when i hurt myself was in a tournament okay so um, I just wanted to exaggerate that a little bit. So like I, I kept telling myself that I didn't want to get hurt So it's Saturday the brackets come out my first match John comes. I'm like, oh, is this the one that was his jersey? This is uh, Orlando, up north? Orlando yeah, okay. November 4th okay. happened around two weeks ago. Okay, so I go on the the brackets brackets just came out I was like all right John comes number one seed is your first match. I'm like, oh, 
All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we can do here. But I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna lose a waste of time. I was. I was excited, right? Because I was happy to be back competing, and I was like, well, you know, I'll try my best. I, I don't. Sure. Know, I, like, I'm not gonna think I'm gonna lose. I'm not gonna think I'm gonna win. I'm just gonna do it, you know. And uh, so throughout the match, he passed my guard. I was down three. Uh, I was on three zero. He passed my guard, and with around one minute left. Uh, he passed my guard again, and I, I locked up a buggy choke where he didn't get points for it because he was in a submission. And then I transitioned to a triangle, and there were like 20 seconds left at this point. And then my coach was like, just pull in the head, pull in the head. I didn't have time to get an angle, so I pulled with everything I could, and then uh, <laughs> like everything I could, and he tapped with five seconds left. Wow. So it was very like, like a... I don't know if cinematic, cinematic isn't the word, but it was very like like surreal. Like yes, people would say surreal. Exactly. Like, well, yeah. exactly. What just happened? Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, what? Your mind is your mind is processing the win and like, did this really happen? And where am I? And, exactly. Right? There's exactly. a lot going on at this. Yeah. So congratulations. Was that your first ADCC trials? Uh, it wasn't open, so oh, it was open, an open. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't open. Yeah, uh, the open is more like tournament style. Is yeah, like you know how IBJF does like my yeah, 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 oh, okay. it's the same thing. Yeah, so ADCC yeah. now they have like opens, which is just like IBJF, but it's their rule set. And then trials, they have like I believe it's two per country, right? So the uh, East Coast just happened in New Jersey a couple okay. weeks ago, and then West Coast I believe is going to happen next year around March. I don't know if they released a date yet. So there's like two in US, two in Europe, two in Brazil, two. Yeah. So they've, it's, I believe there's been one or two European trials so far and one the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. So how, how did you do the rest of that tournament? Uh, I lost the second match. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, anybody, but anybody, a name or anybody no, in particular? Or no, nobody? it was just a random <clears throat> yeah. guy. I, I think, so um, throughout the match it was 0-0, zero, zero, but I felt I was, I was very dominant. I was, I was on his back and I had double wonders. And he like got Kimura off of it, and he tapped me with it. But oh, okay, uh, and like, what, after, were, were you still in that mindset of like, oh shit, I still don't want to get hurt, or did you come off the combs like, fuck this, I'm I'm good, I don't I don't got to worry about that. Was it still a thought in your mind? Yes, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. I would say so because I was so like, I really didn't want to get hurt again. Okay. You know? Yeah. And like when I tapped. I was happy. I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. I'm not injured. This is great. This yeah. is all I wanted. But then a couple of days went by and I was watching the footage. I'm like, dude, how did I lose that? I, then I got mad at myself. And then I was like, yeah, yeah I shouldn't. I, I know that I'm aware that it's like you shouldn't go into a tournament just hoping to not get injured. I know obviously yeah. I'm there to win. That's the whole point. But for this tournament specifically, I, I wanted to exaggerate that mindset because I didn't want to get hurt again. And I compete again tomorrow, and I'm, I'm not, like, scared or yeah. anything like that. You know, it's jujitsu. It's a martial Are you going art. up to – where are you competing tomorrow? There's Anaga in Miami. Anaga, okay. Yeah, yeah. And what is uh, IBJJF? Is it Atlanta this Yeah, yeah. Weekend, it's right? it's yeah, the same most, day. Some of my teams are going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, going to yeah. go to the Naga tomorrow? Yeah. yeah there's There were more people in my bracket at the Naga than in Atlanta, so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm not, like – now I'm like, oh, great. I didn't get injured. I'm good, you know? And uh, that was – so that happened a couple of weeks ago, and I've been back for around two or three months since my injury, and I feel great. Yeah. So I'm excited. Well, for what, what exactly was the back injury? Do you know? Was so my back's hurting. Did you go to the doctor? And no, I went to the doctor. You've been diagnosed with yeah, something. It so it was it was bad. It was it was weird because when I got injured, I went to a couple of different doctors. I would ask the same question, and I would get a different answer every time. Uh -huh. Right. Welcome to the 
the American yep, medical exactly, system. Exactly. <laughs> so I heard I I heard it was a herniated disc. I heard it was just inflammation. I heard it was sciatic. I I, I didn't know. Um, and this happened in February up until like July, August. I I didn't know what was wrong. Like I would like sure. I would like try a workout with the trainer. I would stretch. I would do my best to try to you know. I would I, I would do anything and it would it wouldn't work out. Right? Like it wouldn't it wouldn't heal. So then in August I went to Brazil. I'm from Brazil. I went there with my family as just vacation, right? And we we're going like on trails and waterfalls and stuff. But we also took the opportunity to see a couple of doctors there. And the medicine there is amazing. Really, yeah. really good. And so I went to see a physical therapist and then like a spine doctor. And he ordered me to do some tests that were like more bulletproof to see if there was actually something there. Because when he looked at my RMI, he said, there's no disc. Like you don't have a herniated disc. You're fine. That's good um, news. Yeah. I was very relieved. And then I went to the physical therapy right after. He told me to do a couple of stretches. Like, dude, you don't have anything. Yeah. You don't have anything. What's happening here is that I'm constantly thinking about my back. So I feel the pain. And it's true because before I went to the doctor, I went on vacation. I would go to like trails, waterfalls, jumping, swimming all day. I would feel no pain, yeah. like nothing. And then I would get back to the hotel. I would remember the condition that I've been I've been feeling pain, and it would come back. Mine's a powerful thing. Yes. So, it could also be a combination of like, you know, the stress of competing, plus, you know, you still have a life outside of yeah. jiu-jitsu. Like and I then, hold stress in my back then, and my shoulders, and when I'm stressed yeah. at work, the headache. Yeah. I'm also but, gonna say uh, yeah. like, he's on, in two yeah. years, he's grown like four or five inches. Yeah. And he's I, and he's over yeah. eighteen. So I used to like, get che I used to get chest pains, and they just said it would you, like your chest expanding. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, like uh, yeah, be like oh, why does that hurt? And like your your body's growing. So yeah, mm -hmm. and your um, games changed too yeah. since you've been since you've been injured. Yes, you're yeah. you're, you're much more fluid. You don't invert mm -hmm. as much. Yeah. Um. So and wh where did you wind up with that? So, um, what my PT told me is like the the example he gave me is that made sense to me. Is like if you're um. If you're in the street and then a guy robs you, every time you go to that same street, you're going to feel a little bit okay. insecure, going to feel a little bit. So I would always be worried that I have this condition. So I always brace myself for like whenever I'll bend down or think about before I laying down, I would always worry about it. Yeah. And when I did that, I felt pain. And he basically said, like, do these like stretches two times a day. See what the doctor tells you. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, like, you don't have anything uh, and don't worry about it. Like, really, just don't worry about it. And how do you feel today? Great. You feel good? I feel no pain. Yeah. You know, you're, I, that's you're talking about it so much today. Now you're going to leave. You're going to be no, like, hey, no, my, yeah. Adrian, my back hurts today. What's going on that fucking podcast? Yeah, I mean, like, I have to be careful. Like, I stretch before training. Yeah. Like, I obviously I'm mindful of it, but like, he was stretching before he got here. Yeah, I was. That's why we were late. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I also want to say that Adrian leads from the front. Like he also yeah. competes, and he's no slouch. Usually, yeah. are, are you competing tomorrow too? No, we no, have no. a uh, Friendsgiving party to set up. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, You're going in that early. Well, yeah, we gotta set All it right. up. I got you. Gotta I, clean the mess. I'll be there. Ah, uh, there you go. I got you. So tell us, you you, you compete as well? Yeah, um, I haven't really competed this past uh, few months. Um, in the last couple of tournaments I did were in New Breed. Um, we had one IBJF open plan for Chicago, but um, we, we they canceled our, our flight, so I wasn't able to make it to that one. Okay. Um, but once the academy uh, runs itself a little bit more, I'll definitely go back yeah. and be more consistent. Right before yeah. I got my black belt, I was every couple of months I was traveling, going to... Indianapolis and Oklahoma to compete. Okay, but it's you know it slowed down a little bit. So you know we were talking about in the last episode uh, when I 
my first when I was at White and White, Blue, and Purple, I only did new breeds because they were local. Mm-hmm. I live in Coral Springs, Coral Springs Gym, beautiful. Hardly anybody there. Never, never anybody my age or weight. Always with uh, younger, like uh, compete against uh, younger guys. And so, like anybody, any, anytime anybody brought up new breed for a really long time after that, I'd be like, ah, it's just new breed. But they've gotten big, and I, like I went, and there was like nobody there. There yeah. was like not no spectators, not that many competitors, and now it's completely different. Like they've, they're actually doing a, a pretty it's, good job from what I from what I understand. I haven't been to one. I haven't competed in one, but I see them. I've been I've been to one as a spectator. I went to say hello to uh, to to Flo and Roll, and the place is fucking jam packed. It's not mm-hmm. like that. Right? These are. It's not like the it's, the no frills version of of IBJJF anymore. I would say it's the local circuit. Yeah. That yeah, the new breed that that yeah. happens in uh, either in Miami or Coral Springs. Yeah. It's always like you know A and M is out there. Yeah. Wagner's is out there. Fight sports guys yeah. are out there. The Henzos are out there. The G well GFT isn't really. A, they got broken Ooh, up, uh, right? Uh, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I think they got uh, broken Lo- up. I think Fort Lauderdale yeah, closed. They They're still up. around. But you, like, you know, it's all the, the local guys. Right? You know, the Palm Beach guys. Yeah. Uh, um, all of them. It's yeah. and, and I think it's a cool thing because it's like the only thing that I don't like is I still understand like if there's nobody in your bracket, they will, you know, combine you with with you know. I mean, you're with, already with, there to do jujitsu. No, 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 you I'm spent not, the I, money. But, it's like, but as somebody at, at at fifty, yeah, I'm like I don't want to show up. I don't want. I, I'm I'm fighting guys that are half my age already. Like mm-hmm. I kind of. I do want to see how I'm going to do against somebody my age and weight. You got to do I've a, never, I've never gone against anybody you my do age and weight. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. To, that's the thing. That's for the you. only thing is like there's not enough people that are signing up at my age. You know, it's and not then, there yet. Yeah, dude, there's not a lot of guys who are 50 that are doing, let alone yeah. doing jujitsu, but then competing. Side note, you know Tom, Tom from my yeah. gym, he did like uh, he double golded in uh, in gi and double golded in. Yeah, uh, um, I think I. Pretty sure that he's gonna get his black belt from not? from uh, uh, not Wagner um, from Cyborg. Okay, because um, he does you know he trains with us, but he mostly trains down there in the mornings. Yeah. Uh, so I believe he, I don't want to say he told me, but I pretty sure that he was gonna get it in December at their yeah. ceremony. And now that he just double golded it at at uh, Gianogi at an IBJJF. Yeah. He's uh he's definitely gonna. Adrian, gonna you would love this guy, man. He's like. You know, physio, judo, black belt, judo, black belt, judoko, but also like a master in Eastern medicine. Um, you know, like he's got a doctor title man. in Brazil. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Brazilian family of killers. The whole family killers. Kids yeah, he's got two sons. His wife does CrossFit. His, yeah. His sons choked me out plenty of times. Uh, his, his son, like when I see him, I think of his son. Yeah. He's not as tall as you, but his son is like super, you know, thin and For long sure. and, you know, but he's got an arm bar like. First of yeah. all, you're getting your freaking flyer miles. This dude will throw you all around. <laughs> is, no it, is he your first? Huh? He, was he? Was he? He was my first role. Yeah. So tell tell the story. Tell, do they know the story? I don't know if they do, but it tell was the story. like uh, so. Like my daughter had been doing jujitsu mm-hmm. now for like maybe like a couple months, and I'm I'm like fat and stupid, and I'm just like, <laughs> what am I doing? Because you know, I've always I wrestled in high school. I did combatives in the military. Like like just one on one tennis, anything like that to me is fun. So I was like, I'm already here. Might as well get started. I still had like my mentality, like my wrestling mentality, but like I had like, I don't know, Barney body. <laughs> so yeah, I was like two, I was like two thirty, dude. I was like pretty fat, and uh, yeah, but you're you're all muscle, dude, because of the bio pro. You two thirty? I'm two thirty, yeah. And uh, so, anyways, uh, a couple couple classes. First class, I get um, 
I get Tom as my partner, and then usually, you know, your partner ends up being your first role, depending mm -hmm. on the class structure. Tom the bald guy? Is yeah. Bald? yeah. Is he Brazilian? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. You know Tom? Yeah, he's, uh, he actually helped me with my back. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How'd you, you get introduced to him? Do you know? Um, Do you remember? Let me think. I think my dad was just trying to look for people who could okay. have on my back, and he found about it. He trains at fight sports. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff, right? yeah, he trains at fight yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, he's been yeah. uh, who the bro um, again. I'm, you know with me with names, but he's been in like the UFC. You know, he's cornered. Oh, yeah, yeah, he works with UFC Gilbert. guys. Yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert, Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. and his brother. Right, yeah. he's really yeah. good friends with them. And yeah, he's uh, he's trained a lot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, cool yeah, that's that's Tom. Yeah, that's him. So yeah, first first live role, he. He's at this point, you do not know that he's also at that point he was a, a brown belt in judo. No, I didn't. You didn't no, know. yeah. So, anyways, he does like a <laughs> like a sasai sumikuriyashi. I mean, like I'm just like legs up, almost touching the ceiling tiles, land on my back. I don't know how to break fall. Welcome so. to fight sports. He, yeah, there was still much. fight sports back then. Yeah, and he just does like a sick Toriano pass, but like I mean, just like you know when you drop your elbow on their mm -hmm. chest, like not elbow shoulder, just comes in hard, and then he holds me in side control. And he, he's like so tight, like his mouth is right next to my ear. And he's like, fight, fight for your life. <laughs> <laughs> and he just held that me is, there. That's him 100%. Yeah. He's like, fight for your life. Right. <clears throat> and I'm just like, oh, would, When I roll with him, I, I'm like, I've always been, like, I definitely, the years that I rolled with him, I came back after, like, post-COVID. Mm -hmm. um, I had the knee injury, so I was like pulling guard a lot. I I uh, my uh, I blew out my knee rolling my coach the day before I was going into quarantine for for yep. COVID like it was just at the beginning, um, so what like nine, out for nine months. But special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember... You'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. Jim was, you know, wasn't open, yeah. you know, wasn't yeah. supposed to be open, right? I guess, like, were you, were you own, did you own it already at COVID? Pre-COVID, uh, no. did you own your gym? No, not yet. No, like, so, like, we were, we didn't know if we were supposed to be open or not, like, black trash bags on the windows and they were open, but if there was a time to blow out my knee, that was it. Yeah. And um, when I came back, I would, that, you know, I guess Tom was really there more. And I would always pull guard because I was so like scared I was, of I was injuring I the was knee. I was just day. like, I, I probably wasn't really, I probably shouldn't have been rolling yet. I didn't do physical therapy. I did a little physical therapy, like on uh, video chats with like a PT. Yeah. And like, I, I wasn't doing anything to take care of it. And, uh, and I was roll, I would roll with him, but I would always pull guard. And it's like, you know, like he's going to, he passed my guard, like hot knife to butter. And so I was always winding up in a side control and he would be like, come on, do something. And I'm like, do you, do you know what it's like to roll? You know, he's not a big guy. He's yeah. strong. He's strong. He's not this big guy, but you know, he's got a judo and jujitsu background. And it was just, it was like a night, but now I don't pull, I, I a, will not pull guard. I don't pull guard that much, that, that, that much anymore. And definitely not with him. Cause it's just going to be the same. You just got like, you just got held yeah. down. He's too strong. That's, I was just saying, yeah. like, that's jujitsu culture. I'm yeah. sure you could speak to it. Like, you've been to a lot of gyms, like, all the different styles, right? Like, you got, like, the pressure people. 
Yeah. You got like the flowy people. Yeah. You got like they're just setting up traps the whole well, time. Well, hey, I mean, yeah. Tom specifically. I mean, he's you know he's a he, he's, he's trained pressure. you know he's fight sports Miami. That's yeah. pressure, 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 and then. When you think you've had nothing else, a little bit more pressure, and then kill, kill, kill. Yeah. And I you think the the more difficult body type to deal with is uh, Enrico body type. When you have a really tall kid, oh boy, that's super flexible. Yeah. Like there be, there's been time where sparring and I have him on side control, and somehow his foot gets around my hip and mm. he slides out and he's got my back. And now you're so like we didn't have you type. stand up, but you're pretty. I'm shorter. You're, I'm you're, shorter. Yeah, I'm you're shorter than, than you're shorter than, but your weight, you're you're freaking tall. You're tall as well. How tall are you? Uh, uh, the doctor says 6'2", but six when two? I stand next to people that are actually 6'2", I'm a little bit shorter. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. yeah, okay. So I don't know, maybe All like 6'1 right. and a half. I don't so, know if you saw that picture It's like that I sent you. Yeah, Remember yeah, from yeah. the gym? It's, yeah, yeah, I probably got to look at that. It's where it's like small, medium, large. Yeah. Like that's, uh, it goes that's like, literally like a chart. how it goes, yeah. <laughs> it's also by, by rank. Well, except, yeah. no, I guess not really, because large is... Also, uh, kids, his body type will throw those boogie chokes. Okay. <laughs> those will, mm. yeah. If you guys have gone out, in the academy, we yeah. have a video where um, this guy—I'm not gonna say who he is—and um, has him on a boogie choke. He goes you to know stand who up. You are. Yeah, if you're watching, you know who you are. <laughs> I'm trying to think of—is it okay? I'm not gonna say who it is. But Starts with an A. And yeah, he yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. stand up, and Enrico still got uh, still got the boogie choke, and he goes unconscious, and Enrico gets slammed bah, right in the floor. Yeah, really? it was fine. Yeah. I was fine. I was fine. But what, yeah, about, he, the, what about the other guy? <laughs> what other guy? <laughs> the one who went out. Well, that was the one who went well, out. No, yeah. who, but Enrico hit it, hit the hit the mat. You hit the mat. Yes, because yeah. he stood up and I yeah. was like hanging off of him, and then yeah. he like slammed me, and I thought, well, like, why did he slam me? But it's because <laughs> he, he passed that? off standing up. Dude, the <laughs> first time, out. the first time I got buggy choked, I don't think I even left the parking lot. I was in the parking lot. Counter to buggy choke. <laughs> <laughs> well, at Dude. that, at the beginning of the buggy yeah. choke, when everybody started doing it, the counter was like a counter. Dude, there's like right? so many levels. Like, I mean, the counter was another buggy choke, right? At this That's what gym. he does to me now. He yeah. just yeah. chokes me too. Yeah. I think yeah. the culture in our gym. Uh, My forearm on his throat. And, yeah. And, you push away. <laughs> doesn't feel good. A compliment to Adrian. He's somehow developed a culture in the gym where we're like a competitive gym that doesn't push competition. Like everybody mm -hmm. could compete or whatever. There's, yeah. there's, there's levels, man. Like there's blue belts at our gym. You know, give a shout out to like guys like Gian, who also coaches there, Coach Matt. You know, these guys. Are, and they're different styles too. It's like, yeah. Matt's a steamroller, dude. Like this guy, he trains at our gym. These guys are flowy as hell. Matt is a ten thousand pound steamroller. He's a tank. I have yeah. some funny stories about Matt, by the way. Yeah, I would like to share them later. Yes, yes, <laughs> let's do it. You know, so there's some dirty laundry. So it's like anytime, anytime I feel cocky, I'll purposely pursue what I know is a tough role. Yeah, to just get a slice of humble pie. Because, <laughs> and dude, there are. You could, you, there's so many varieties of humble pie you could get at this gym. Yeah. Just like smashed, you know, limbs. We have, we have a, a resident black belt, uh, and he's very unassuming, nice man, you know, up on the age. Good luck taking his back. Yeah. Good luck passing his guard. And yeah. I don't even need to know his name. I know exactly who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. And your arm is gone. Yeah. Every single, the, you so know the I'm, arm collector stickers you gave me? Yeah, yeah, I gave yeah. them all I to have, him. Yeah. I was like, these are yours. <laughs> yeah. I love figuring people like that out. Like, um, like if they're if they're just, like, and I don't want to say smashing everybody, but, like, just submitting. Because smashing, I don't want to say, like, they're a bully. But somebody who's just, like, on fire in the gym all the time. Like, I, I, I will watch, I'll watch them whether, you know, if I'm on the wall or 
I just see them rolling after class mm-hmm. and I, I just love figuring it out. I love like, oh, I know what would work. Like, yeah. I know what would work and then that doesn't work. And People, then I go back to the drawing board again and, and let's like figure it out. I have somebody in the gym that I've been doing that with currently. I'm not definitely not going to say his name, but I figured out that I know how to frustrate him. And then the frustrating opens up doors. Like he's that's he, a strategy. Yeah, he's also a, he's also a judo guy, and I'm not saying that I beat him every time by any means, but I went from him being able to submit me to now he's not submitting me at all, and now I'm frustrating him. Very rarely do I submit him, but when I do, I'm just like, okay, the like it, it just got to frustr- frustrate him because yeah. he loves like uh, he loves like uh, just like butterfly sweeps. So I just kind of figured out some things to like keep him in that position and yeah. now he can't sweep me. So like I've just figured that out and now it's like, okay, now me, let me work on the next problem. But that's yeah. what that's what I love about jujitsu is figuring those things out. Mm-hmm. But it's uh Dude, I, had, I had a guy submit me the other day for the first time and he verbally, like after I tapped, he went, Yes. <laughs> and I, he earned it. You know, he like legitimately earned it. And I've been like What belt was he? What, uh, what rank? We're, we're same rank, but okay. Yeah, and um but it was just like it's just so funny because, like, I know the feeling of a guy that you just, they got your number. Yeah. And then you get it. Yeah. I just loved, I didn't even get mad. I was just like, uh, I get it, bro. If I, well, <laughs> have you ever done that? Have it's happened you ever done? to me, but I've the never guy... done, I've never, ce- I've never celebrated. I've, in here, I might have celebrated yes, in here, same. but it's never come out here. Me neither. Yeah. In the car. Yeah. God is it. How about you? Um, it was the other way around. So <laughs> like, I was going with this guy and I was going easy with him, but I don't think he got the message. And then when he tapped me, I saw him. He went yes, mm. like this. But like, I'm like, dude, like I'm warming up. I'm not, it's not the same guy, is I'm it? Like, it's not the same no, guy. Whatever. Whatever. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll compare notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, like I didn't say anything. I was I wasn't yeah. offended. I just thought it was funny. Like, he was like so excited, and I'm like, like. I'm not like. I'm how, not about, how about you, Adrian? I mean, as a coach mm-hmm. and, a, and a gym owner, I'm sure you see it as well. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah. upset at them when they celebrate. Yeah. Like, imagine being on the other side and you're yeah. pointing, you submit, you and he get like a highlight on you. You would want yeah. him to be respectful. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so like, can you tell him about the chair. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I think last weekend we did a new breed and one of our guys, like, he uh, beat the guy and he was just like, 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 bang on his chest. And so I'm like, hey, hey, hey dude, like, yeah. relax, relax. Easy. Yeah. I don't, I don't like relax. that at all. I, th- I think I, I, I'm a fan of the old school way of the martial art. Like it's celebrate when you get off the mat, like shake hands, get your arm raised and then celebrate with your team later. Mm-hmm. But this whole like, ah, ripping yeah, yeah. open the gate. I'm, you know, okay. Not the hugest fan. <laughs> so, also, you're in a local tournament, you know, like if you win yeah. worlds, like, yeah. Right, yeah, go crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's no, what yeah. I was... world's ADCC for sure. <laughs> yeah. Do a cartwheel. <laughs> you know, Alex. You got the energy to do a backflip after you win. Wolves. I'm not sure if Alex listens to the show, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna out Alex. Which he, Alex? Alex? Barber. Barber Alex just okay. came. He, uh, we have a, a training partner. He's a purple belt. He's been out for a little bit. He's health great. reasons. He came back. He's back. Um, he used to do. Uh, uh, he go like the, an air check when he. Oh yeah. Like he had his list yeah. of people that like he want, he couldn't submit or that he wanted to submit, and he would do an air check. And um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I think yeah, it's so, all context based, though. You know what I'm saying? But, like, he doesn't mean it in a bad way. No, he's just a cocky motherfucker. That's how he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, he's just a cocky motherfucker. But he'll, but he'll go out of his way to like do you a uh, favor. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it's no, like, no. Super. I get, super I get nice my haircut guy. from him every Saturday. He's my boy. He's yeah. my friend, so I could talk about him. But that we had actually, um, we uh, we had a we were on the outs for a little bit mm-hmm. because. Uh, one time we were doing, uh, it was just like catch and re- flow, catch and release, catch and release, right? So just, you know, show that, so that you got to keep on rolling. Don't stop for five minutes. 
and he gets me in a triangle, and I'm like, okay, waiting to let, and he just starts cranking on my neck, pulling my head and, and tightening it up, and I'm just like, what's up? And when he, uh, I, I, I didn't tap, and I got out, and then like I was on the floor, and he was getting up, and I, I like threw a kick at him, but like I didn't, I didn't catch him, like a, but I, and then we like almost got into it, and the coach was just like got in between us, and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, Alex went outside, and the and the coach was like made me roll with him right there, and then made me roll with the coach like right now, get this out, get it out, get out the frustration, and roll it out, and we rolled for like a minute, and I was just like I was so pissed, off. I was like no 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 I don't want to do it, and I I just didn't listen to him. Um, that's the guy that, that like then we mm-hmm. were on the outs for a while. So then he was air checking everybody <laughs> uh, as, he, as he would get people. And um, I think he's tapped me once. And I was just and when when he caught me in my mind, I said, if he fucking air checks me right now, the next role, I'm going to murder him on the next role. And he did not And he has since been, you know, gotten more humble and he stopped doing that. That's and, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad a 40 year old man has grown up. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> I rolled with him the other day. He's he's just back. I mean, he's like literally like maybe under five classes that he's been to. Yeah. And he wound up. Uh, we're, we're, we we drilled and then we rolled. And he goes. Um, uh, so you know, he's, we're we're rolling okay, you know. And he winds up uh, like he sees Felipe. He sees the coach walk over. And I I don't see the coach, but I'm like, why is he all of a sudden going harder? And I like turn and I see the coach, and I'm like, oh. So then I picked it up as well, you know. <laughs> and then I told him, I said, I, I looked at the coach, I said, you saw what he did, right? And he goes, yes. I go, yeah. yeah. He's t- I go, you motherfucker, you picked it up just because you saw him, like you wanted yeah. to like impress, I the, ask a impress question the coach. To Adrian, Adrian, do you do this on purpose? What do you purposely like walk? Like if somebody's kind of like, eh, you like walk up next to him so it look they know that you're watching to just kind of like turn them up a little bit. Sometimes, yeah, I like to do that mostly with the kids because, yeah. like, some of the kids they rather just like lay down and yeah. you know, like, be silly or talk to each other. Yeah. But like, the adults just go at it. So like, sometimes you want to see what's going on. Like, if mm-hmm. you have a grip or, or something like that. But like, no, I don't do it too. You've done it to me. I just when I just there's somebody, see how when there's somebody that, that outweighs <laughs> me by a lot all the time. I just want to see how you deal with the situation. You can get the sweep horrendously. How do you how do you deal with somebody that comes in the gym? I'm sure you've had to deal with it at some point. Hopefully, they don't get weeded out, but they kind of correct themselves. Like when you got somebody that's rolling hard, like a, a brown belt or a purple belt that's like beating up the white belts, bad, not beating them up like in a good way, like technically, mm-hmm. but like, and then not, and maybe not trying to hurt them, but you know, like really putting it on, like, hey, bro, that guy's brand new, man. Mm-hmm. You know, let him get his feet wet before you start really ripping them apart. Do you have to humble those guys sometimes? Yeah, if, if it's one of our guys, like yeah. one of the people that we've been training for a while, like we just talk to them. Like, yeah. hey, listen, man, like you got to be helping these guys out. How about mm-hmm. you let this guy start from a dominant position and you work your way out of it? Let him start yeah. on your back or side control, you yeah. know? Uh, if it's someone that's new, uh, they're coming in from outside, checking out the gym, stopping in from an open mat, then, yeah, like I would have either Enrique or Matt, one of our Matt enforcers, go with them. Yeah. But I always tell these guys, like, hey, don't match fire with fire. Like, don't go in and beat him up and put him like a nice cross face. Like, finesse your way to the back. Like, yeah. let the guy go hard and you uh, just get up from an underhook and like strangle him or like get like a nice triangle. Yeah, just I to show him technique is it's more important than. <laughs> you know where I'm going. Sensitive. You know yeah. where I'm going. Tell him, I'm, tell him your theory on I'm you guys always, and, and being nice. Go ahead. Tear him apart. Yeah. <laughs> I never do it. I just like joking about it. <laughs> he's coming. He's been on the podcast being like, no, you t-, He's like, no, you kick the uh, shit out of everybody. He's he signed like, the I waiver. Think there's more value in like, <laughs> if there's a guy that's being disrespectful, it's why he was saying finessing my way out of it. Like, yeah. I go with this guy and like, 
I let him put me in a bad position, like his best move, and then I get out of it, and then I tap him with the same move. It's like, yeah. I feel yeah. like that's more like not offensive, but it's more that, like demoralizing. That, yeah. Demoralizing. Like, yeah. You're just like trying to go to hard me. with it. it that's you know? also like, you know, that's taking the high road almost. Like, um, you know, do you know Brendan McCatherine from 10th Planet? He's doing mm -hmm. a lot of commentating lately. He does yeah, like yeah, the yeah. combat jujitsu, yeah. he's a commentator. We've had him on. And one of the things he says is like, when I have a guy going hard like that, he's like, I want to beat him gently. Yes. Like I want to, mm -hmm. exactly. I want to show him that no, even though you just went, you just went crazy and went hard and you're trying to kill me, I'm still going to submit you jujitsu, the gentle art, right? I'm going to yep. show you. So I kind of, I haven't always, I, I've got the ego and it kind of, you know, it creeps in once in a while, but I definitely am trying. I've, I've combined that with uh, Drew from A&M. Do you guys know A&M? Drew? Drew? Yeah. Yeah. Drew. Drew Phoenix. Um, Drew, we we went not got into a like a a, a comment uh, disagreement, but he posted something about like he posted a video that said, "I tell my guys to smash the the the, the lower belts," and then somewhere in there, and I didn't catch it when I commented, he was just like, "Technically, smash them technically. Yeah. Use your skill, you know, yeah. you know, just like almost like you're doing a really good flow." They're doing jujitsu. They're trying to kill you, but you're just you know you're you're pulling out every bag, every every yeah. trick that you have in your bag, and 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 I put that together with what Brandon said. So that's kind of the way I deal with somebody who's like going yeah. really hard. We have a we have a white belt that's with us right now. His girlfriend trains with us. Uh, he started. She's a blue belt. He's a he's white, and I've rolled with him a couple of times. And he's so he's bigger than me. He weighs more than me. He's taller than me. And he's so spazzy, brand new, mm -hmm. never done jujitsu. He's so spazzy that I've just stopped. I stopped rolling with him, not for no other reason than like his passing of the guard is like basically falling on top of you, and it's because he's new, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I have to go to work tomorrow. I have to. I have shit to do, and I can't, you know, I can't worry about an injury because of something like. So yeah. like, I'll. I'm like. I'll let the other guys get that spaz out of him, and then when he starts doing jujitsu, then I'll roll with him. And then I rolled with him the other day, and he's gotten better. But it's still like his passing is almost like you know the people's elbow, like he's coming down like really hard on this yeah. side, like just dropping on top of you. So the people's elbow. Um, I mean, it's real. I, I, that's how I see it. Like he's just like trying to get past your guard, you know? Yeah, like that. But you just take I, his back. He'll be good. Well, again, it's just like super fucking spazzy, like yeah. grabbing your gi, like going like this with your gi, like just really crazy. Like he does, he's not doing jujitsu yet. He's mm -hmm. still learning, you know. Um, what do you What do you think about that? Your guys, when when a new guy comes in, is he rolling day one? Does he wait a week? You go right in. What, what do you do? What's oh, your policy? Yeah, yeah, good question. Uh, I'll get to that. Uh, but what you were saying earlier about the, um, uh, you know, like the intensity with the new guy. Um, also, that shows the guy, the the let's pass the guy, the technique is king. Yeah. The problem is when you have a really athletic guy that he can get away with that technique because of how mm -hmm. athletic he is. Like we have, uh, we have a, a teammate of ours. Uh, older guy, very strong guy. He used to do martial arts before, long, uh, lo lifelong martial artist. And he's just so strong that he gets out. He gets away with all these things. Like he would um, like crush your head from inside of the guard yeah. and you would have to let go because like the pressure is so great. Yeah. So yeah, they, they I, take a little bit longer. For I had a guy visit our gym. He's a Marine. He's got to be like 265. And I told him, I'm like, I... He's a blue belt, and I told him, I'm like, hey, just be careful. I like, came to an open mat on the weekend. I'm like, hey, just be careful. You know, you're a pretty big guy. These are like, there's some young kids in here. And I kind of pointed out, like, like that guy looks like he's a grown man, but that guy's 17. Like, you know, like, just be careful. I'm rolling with him, and he got just got stuck in my guard, and I'm holding him. I wanted to see what he had. And he put his head right here, 
he pushed so hard, like something popped, mm-hmm. and I had like mm-hmm. some like an injury for a while. like a like, floating oh. rib type thing. Yeah, man. He and and I'm like, I just finished telling this guy like, and he, but his comment to me when I said that was, he's just like, no, 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 I know. He's like, I'm a visitor here, man. I'm like, of course I'm going to be nice. And then he did that out of frustration and just like pushed it down. I was like, oh fuck, and it, it hurt for months. Yeah, you know, and I, you so, know, I've had like the injuries in the back, but I haven't had it like something like that right there. At I'm, the, at the I'm feeling the, the age, man, and yeah. I honestly like. I just like go sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I'll literally like just starfish on the mat. Like if they're doing some spazzy dumb, like yeah. I'm gonna rub what do my you mean? chin. Just on. Yep, be yep, here. yep. Bring I, it. I've embodied the the spirit of Craig Jones. And just, <laughs> just let them come in and no, just like whatever. If they yeah. if they really want it that bad, it's like exactly what Coach said. Do it with finesse. So it's like they really want to pass your guard. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know their side control is dog shit. So yeah, just lay down. Let them pass your guard. Yeah, and, and a lot of times I'll just I'll just turtle like it's, we're starting around or maybe I submitted them and we start we're starting I'll just go to like turtle and be like okay you know like yeah or I'll I'll ask them what you know what do you want to work on if they're super spazzy like let me just give them the position instead of getting hurt and just they're trying to pass my guard and one of us is gonna get hurt so give them something and then let them work yeah, yeah. I think yeah. um I think that like that's happened to me before when somebody's spazzy even though like like you said like you told the guy to go slow and then he didn't yeah. go slow. Um, I think that like obviously it's their fault, but what's up to me in that situation is to control how I react to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like if he gets frustrated and I get frustrated back, then like I'm not gonna get anything good out of it either, you know. But if I tell the dude what he shouldn't do and he still does it, even though he's at fault, I still get to like control like my behavior or my attitude towards what happened. And I feel like if he does something that he shouldn't have done, and I again I finesse my way out of it, like. He does it and I don't get competitive, I don't get frustrated. I'm like, okay, like this dude's like, he's an asshole, whatever it is, but I, I'm still gonna like, cause if I just go as hard as I can, I, I'm not gonna get anything good out of the road either. Sure. Like I'm not doing myself a favor either, you know? So I try to like finesse my way into like, I just, I go hard. And when I say go hard, I mean, I try to tap him as many times as possible, but with just technique, you know? And like how demoralizing is that? Like this dude got frustrated, he went hard, like he did something he shouldn't have done and maybe he's aware of it maybe he's not and either way it's still like and he's i still got tapped like five times like do you uh, you're 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 still young do you ever have a conversation as a young guy but who's been training for a really long time will you talk to that guy and be like hey you know maybe bring it down a little bit you know go a little go you know be a little bit more gentle or um look, let me show you something like that that's usually how i get somebody mm-hmm. into instead of saying like Hey, bro, you're going too fucking hard. You're going to hurt somebody. I'm like, hey, let me show you something. And then I get into a little bit of a coaching mode. And they usually wind up calming down and then understand, okay, I need to do the move, not worry so much about this pass or yep. being so aggressive. And, like, tapping's part of the game, right? We're all yep. going to tap. It's not like nobody's looking at you going, ah, you know, there's yep. the, the guy that does the check or this. Is, those are few and far between. Yeah. Do you have conversations with people? Do you feel comfortable in saying something to somebody? Yes, if they exaggerated too much. Yeah. Like, let's say, like, I told them to not do one thing, or maybe they just do something on accident because they're spazzy. Like, they don't know any better, you know? Yeah. Um, but I feel like if they, like, keep doing this thing, even though, like, it's been uh, signaled that they shouldn't, then I'll tell them, like, hey, bro, like, yeah. like be careful. Like, I got it. Do you empower yeah. you guys to do that? Do you, do you, is, are you okay with that? You know, I know some coaches are like, hey, I'm the coach, leave that to me. Are you okay with the blue belt, the brown belt, the purple belt? Like having, hey, bro, let me kind of coach you. I know, like my coach would be like, hey, save it for Facebook. Come on, roll. You know, like he doesn't, he doesn't love the coaching, mm-hmm. uh, especially if it's like lower belt and lower belt. 
But what, what do you, what do you, are, are your guys empowered to, to talk and do you yeah. feel comfortable with it? I, I listen to what they're saying, like if they're giving good advice, because for example, we have, we may have a, a white belt that has a really good triangle and he's giving the guy advice on how to finish his triangle. And I listen, like I see from afar and, and I see if he's good advice then mm -hmm. yeah, by all means. Uh, sometimes I've seen it happen and uh, the advice is wrong. So I just come up to them and I'm like, hey, actually you want to do it like this. You know, because like in the future, you know, like they have to be able to coach each other and like help sure. each other out. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, if, if you put a stop to that, then it's not encouraged. Be careful with Miguel because Miguel's going to have all the white belts smashing each other on day one. Nah. That's yeah. what I, I was going to say. <laughs> I, my, my heart, honestly, like if I had I to be self-critical, right. like I talk too much shit and I'm really nice. So it's like sometimes I'd be like, no, I think that's the way you should do that. Maybe like, I don't think. And then like Adrian will walk on. He's like, no, you don't want to trap the arm. It's actually more advantageous if it's not trapped or something like that, you know, like, yeah. and it's good, but it's also, it's also yeah. a learning point for me. A it's, it's humbling in terms of like, yeah, I don't know everything. And yeah. then B it's, it's good because he's like, not only did I get the, the how, but I got the why. Yeah. And then <clears throat> I guess the question that I wanted to ask to Adrian was with, again, with like, I believe that everybody has to go through the spazzy phase like it's oh, we just all, you do I it's think just you like do. a phase it's, you have to go through yeah but i also think it's beneficial like you get spazzy guy you give him to somebody like enrico or you give him somebody to like a a brown belt purple belt something like that because i think that's almost as do you agree it's like the most realistic as it gets yeah also to spazzy guys is a recipe for disaster oh, like yeah, they yeah, will yeah, hurt yeah. each other like for instance like if uh the new guy is rolling with miguel and he's doing something stupid, like he's uh, like trying to fall back and he's going to hurt his knees, Miguel could move him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or um, like, I don't know, like um, if the guy's like sitting back on his knee and his knee's about to get twisted, Miguel could recognize that and, and put a stop to it before sure. it happens. Okay. Uh, whereas two new guys, like they don't give a crap. Like their job is to win the match and they'll do anything in their power, anything required yeah. to get yeah. the, <laughs> the victory. I, I, was, I was talking about more like, a, excuse me, <clears throat> like, um, super spazzy guy strong mm -hmm. you put him with a guy who's seasoned you know and knows how to protect themselves isn't that also just like a really good test of testing there this is you testing against an untrained person that's just wild right oh yeah because yeah. we play by the rules you know like if i'm rolling with enrico like there's there's a ton of opportunities for him to do something dickish and equally for me but we don't. We we kind of stay in the lane. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I understand your question. Um, yeah. A while back, Ruben Alvarez told me. Uh, Ruben Alvarez. You guys know him. Very good competitor. Cop, right? Cop. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He told me a while back. If you want to learn for, if you want to train for self defense, train with a white belt mm. because their their reactions are very spontaneous. Like it, yeah, you know, like if, if you take someone Nat down, natural. If you want to say it was those are natural reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like people will turn around and expose their back or yeah. like uh. Like for instance, you take someone down, you're expecting like a break fall, like they'll yeah. probably like fall and roll or. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to say, going back to that, is that like, I feel like Adrian does give the space for me to like, or other color belts as well to help out the other person. And I think that like, for example, let's say a certain situation happened. Maybe this guy did something that wasn't nice. Like maybe he, he was ignorant, whatever it is. I like, and he's not like there, he doesn't see it. I try my best to like, do the right thing in this situation because like you like everyone goes through their spazzy feels like you said and like is it really fair for me to treat this guy wrong because i've gone through the same thing you know it's not really sure. fair to, so and then like if something does happen and i have to deal with it i do it but then i go to him and i'm like coach like is was it the right thing to do what do you think you know what i mean sure so i feel like um i can i, well, I feel pretty confident in trying to handle that situation but it's because every time it happens i'm like 
I go to him like, hey, coach, this happened. What do you think? He's like, that was good, but maybe see this instead, or like maybe do this, or sure. let me do, let me be do this. So, I think that it's okay. I think he gives us the space to do that. I think it's really good, but at the same time, it's like, I think there's also value in like if you deal with the situation, go and get like constructive criticism. You're like, okay, this is what happened, and this is what I did. What do you think? Do you think this was the right thing to do, or? Sure. And then he would tell me, you know. Do you, have you ever had to throw somebody out of the gym? Have you ever been like, listen, this isn't the right place for you? Oh, dude, good question. A name pop in your head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got real close. Thankfully, they moved to another city, but it wasn't an adult. It was actually a child. Mm. Oh, really? And what he was doing, he did a couple of things. One, he tried to flood the bathroom. Oh, this guy's crazy. This kid was crazy. I know who it is. Like clog up the toilet? To, no, or? in the sink. Put a bunch of paper towel and then left the water running. And then we have a poster board in the guy's locker room with ticks. You know, um, what are they, those called? The pointy Thumbtacks? things? The tags. Sorry, Thumbtacks, my bad. Yeah. English is weird. So he would grab one of those and put them upside down in the floor. So when kids come in, uh, really? like they would say, yeah, so that was the time where I was like, all right, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're a danger. Did, to, you ever to have, did you ever have to talk to his parents? Like yes. Mentioned his parents? Yeah. yes, plenty of times, plenty of times. And it would work for a couple of days, but then the kid would go back to that behavior. Did they, not wow. sp they didn't speak English, though, did they? Um... Yeah, kind of, kind of. Broken English. I could oh, okay. communicate with them. Okay. But yeah, I was literally about to tell a moment like, hey, listen, sorry, but he can't train here any longer. And they moved uh, to another country. Oh, so wow. it saved me that they conversation. They knew, bro. They knew. That's why they moved. <laughs> they moved just because of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Not because <laughs> of that. It, it wasn't just your sink, I bet. I heard. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. There was uh, <laughs> a I saw a video the other day of uh, like craziest things that have happened. We used to ask that as a question, but uh, Tubby Aliquin was answering the question. Tubby? Yeah, she said. Uh, she's somebody, supposed to hear somebody. I'm going to her. Uh, she's got. They've got a, a seminar I'm on gone. December second. That we're going I'm gone. to. Yeah, RSVP. I'm excited. Um, they like craziest thing that's ever happened on the mat, and they went around. There was a. It, it was a sponsor thing, and I think uh, it was like these girls that they sponsored. It was a group of them, and they went what? around to each girl and the gypsies. The, yeah, and then they. Well, she winds up saying everybody had like a really weird story, and she had a a, a kid that shit on the mat. But like, he should, <laughs> it's a, it's on her it's on her uh, gear no gi it's uh, it was in a gi and it, 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 it was in a gi and it fell out the bottom of the gi oh, she said yes. oh yeah. my god a little kid i had one uh, so the kid wasn't wearing underwear mats. well i mean you could still you know maybe you know, you i don't know i don't want to know that. i had I a little kid i hope it was solid i had like, a, like a four or five year old kid in my first school i used to help coach and my and my coach wasn't there and he was just like, hey, coach, I got to go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom, and he's in there forever. And I'm like, what's going on? And I felt so bad. And when I, I went in to check, he had the door open. Like, he, wouldn't, he was a little kid, so he didn't close the door all the way. So I go look in, and he's just standing there looking at the wall. He couldn't get his gi pants Aww. open fast enough, and he peed on himself. Ah, but like, I'm like, I'm not, there. you know, I, I, I have a daughter, and now, you know, I have a stepdaughter now. But um, I, like... What am I going to do? I'm like, I'm alone with other kids. There are no parents here. There's no coaches. And I'm like, I'm in my, I'm not like a, a kid myself. I'm in my forties, but this kid's peed. I'm like, but I gotta take this kid's clothes off. This is like really strange. Somebody walks in and I've got a little boy in the naked in the bathroom. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do I do? Yeah. You know? So my, my coach actually wound up showing up and he had a little boy and like, like he, he took care of him. But um, that, that was like my craziest. I felt so bad for the kid. He was, he came back, you know, he came back like a champ. He didn't like, yeah, he didn't good. wear it like, uh, I don't want to go that's back. That's not the craziest. What's the craziest yeah. thing you've seen on the mats? I mean, you've been, you've been on whatever, Taekwondo and whatever, the whole thing. The craziest thing? Um, I told you 
the the weirdest thing I think in in terms of teaching. One time I went to uh, Trainer Academy North Carolina, and the coach would show the move one time, and then we would all separate, <laughs> practice the move. Well, I'm sorry, he didn't teach one time. He taught it multiple times, but we would practice it one time and then go back to see the next move. And he would show it. So you only drill it once. Once, yeah. One so I do it to you. You do it back to me, and then we go see the next move. But what What was the reasoning behind it? There was I, no I good ask. reasoning behind it. I didn't ask. I mean, yeah. I was a guess. So he did this with six, seven moves, and in my head, I'm like, bro, no one remembers the first one. Yeah. Like so, I think that's the. I don't remember when the coach does it ten times, and then I go <laughs> do drill it. Doing yeah. two. I'm I, like thinking about work or my, you know, your mind wanders. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm just like, I have a running hey, theory. Dude, hey. Hey, what did, what's the move? Can you go first? <laughs> Dude, I have a running theory that I think there's a huge population in the jujitsu community that this sound makes them forget. <laughs> yeah. I am. Because I'm rolling. Dude, I was Wait, like, what were you saying? No. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've had a training partner. You know, I'm like, I'm like watching. I'm like making sure because I want to do this shit, right? You know? Yeah. I want to learn something new. I want a new tool that, that'll help me go like in my truck alone yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh i've 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 had so many partners who are like even higher belts are like I you do it first yeah i'm just like dude it's it's a head and arm like you know you what know sometimes to, sometimes like i'm just to totally not paying attention yeah like my mind is going i'm tying my belt and then my mind is wandering I just, and it could be the most basic i just it's not like i don't know the move like, hey, what did what did he just show? What are we doing? Oh, okay, yeah. now I know, and then I can go do it. Actually, but my just I just say that you, know? you see it. You have to see it in people's eyes, like because you're the teacher. So like you're like looking around. Yeah, I was gonna say um, sometimes I look at the time and see what time my explanation begins and what time I'm done. And if I see that I'm past like three four minutes, it's like okay, you lost everybody. Yeah, you lost. You lose me. Yeah, yeah. That like, definitely happens. I try to teach it three times. So like like one time how it looks in real life. And then probably like break it down two times and then like, hey, yeah. any question? And they probably like, hey, can I say one more time? I'm like, yeah, well, one more time I, for, for that person. And then get going, get going. Just, no just more a, than five minutes. Just a suggestion. You record what you're going to teach on TikTok. <laughs> you fire up that projector. Oh. <laughs> you show it, but it's TikTok. You know, so their attention spans are, you know what I mean? That's like when in high school, the teacher gave, <laughs> gave you a package for the class. And the whole class said, hey, work on this package. And like, he wouldn't mm -hmm. teach or anything. I don't know if that happened to you. Oh, or just like, just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a package and yeah. instead of a mm -hmm. lesson, just like go over the material. Like imagine oh, one sometimes day. Sometimes home, I'd be like, what the hell is this homework? I don't, we didn't learn this yet. <laughs> Dude, the fuck? my sister's a teacher and she has been forever. She's been an educator forever. I didn't know until like a couple of years ago that when it's like Tuesday and your teacher rolls in with like the TV on the cart or whatever and puts on a movie is because they're hungover. Oh, absolutely. I didn't know that. <laughs> Let me tell you. All of it's my friends from New York, I should say all my friends, <laughs> I, I have about five or six friends in New York that all became teachers. Uh -huh. Most of them, guys, most of them became teachers for the summers off because they just, you know. Yeah. And, bro, those guys, when they were single, all dated in the freaking, the, the new, like, uh, when you're in college and you go do an internship, interns, mm -hmm. like interns, or you, like, uh, my daughter was a teacher, she had her, her last semester was you go student teach, right? So those guys, they're, they they're the worst. Hard on the paint. Bro, like, and they're showing you. I mean, like, movies, drugs, dude. rolling, smoking yeah. weed. Like, there was no drug testing. I'm like, these are the guys that are teaching our, our little kids. Heroes, crazy. And then, <laughs> I, when my when my daughter became a teacher, I <laughs> heroes. <laughs> when, when my daughter became a teacher, I said, listen, do not date any of the teachers. These guys are just preying on you, teacher. And she wound up dating a teacher, 
And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? But those guys, that's, they, they, it was they, the best job ever. Yeah. They weren't making a ton, but it was summers it's off. Fun. It's uh, fun. New girls every single year, you know, coming into to, to TA and do their, their internships. They were the worst though. They were, they were the I'm worst. talking about like my 55-year-old yeah, like no. geometry teacher. I didn't know she yeah. got lit. She was yeah. like Margarita Monday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Tuesday, I'm watching yeah. Roots. I was like, oh. Taco <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, man. They're, they're, oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're human beings. They're just normal. I know. Yeah. And you then forget you, that. You, gotta, you do got to think, though, the stress of like in New York, average class was 30 yeah. kids. I don't, like down here, it's probably more. Yeah. My, my daughter, she doesn't teach anymore. She works for me now, but like 35 kids half of them don't speak english yeah at all in jiu-jitsu too it's weird because it's like you have people who do jiu-jitsu as a hobby mm -hmm. as stress relief they don't want to look like a bitch to their kids so they train you know what i mean you got those people and then there's like the, the there's the guys in the locker room they're like oh did you watch joseph chen freaking who's a monster by the way i don't mm -hmm. know if you've heard of him yeah yeah um b-team yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 he's just like yeah. double arm i'm just why I, I just started watching the uh the quintet, the last quintet. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I just started watching that. I have got like playing when I'm just like eating lunch. But, you know? Like it's easy to forget that some people don't know shit about jujitsu outside of jujitsu, mm. like at all. So it's like the drama, the politics, the competition stuff, the beefs between gyms, like the hierarchy, the arguments, the popular arguments. Like I who's I the love best? The, no, the, po like, no politics here. No politics. I think every gym has politics. Every gym has somebody that they maybe don't like or they wouldn't bring in or a gym that they had a problem with. He's not in his head, so I'm going to, like, every school I've ever been with, anybody that we've ever had come on, they say politics. No politics. What are you telling her? <laughs> no, I just whispered to my fiance who's sitting here watching the name of the academy that we don't like. Oh, okay. We got, we yeah. got you on tape. We got you. We'll <laughs> read, turn, your, read turn, his lips. Turn one of the cameras yeah. around. Yeah. Um, but, but, I mean, it happened. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's like, it's so interesting because it's easy to, like we were talking about forgetting the move. I also like forget that these people are humans. I just only yeah. see them in the gi, bro. Like, I don't yeah. know that they're an engineer or a doctor or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think he's like, oh, this guy's got a sick triangle. All right. This guy's <laughs> like gonna, you know them. Like, yeah. like I just You have know, no clue that he's like a, a business owner or has five kids or whatever. We don't even talk personal stuff. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when I go in the locker room, I'm just like, how dirty of a joke can I get away with without getting kicked <laughs> out of here? Like, that's, that's usually that's my goal. That's what your goal. mind is? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think about, um, I feel like nowadays when you look at jujitsu, like when people look for an academy, there's like two categories. There's like self-defense jujitsu mm -hmm. and like sport jujitsu. Like, okay. What do you think about that? Like, is there such thing as like two different almost like a manifestation of the same martial art or you wanna, you i think i think a huge fan that you have that you've told me verbally nick salas you know they game jujitsu their jujitsu they've even we've interviewed them a couple twice, times yeah. they've they've verbally have said that they've had students come in like a, a female student or a male student it's like i'm looking for self-defense and they're like this isn't the place we're here it's like it's competition this, this is and not even that, this is like, we're gaming the system. We're like, these are the rules and this is how we can circumvent and use these rules as an advantage. In order to win, you're not even gonna get a sub sometimes, you'll win by advantage or something like that. But you're gonna game the opponent, game the system. And I think that's beautiful if you're up front with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think, true. I think. so uh, I'll expand on that. I know that there are some gyms that, so, uh, you know, I own a marketing company, so I understand this. When mom is searching on the internet for a place to bring little Bobby after school 
and she puts in karate. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know what she's looking for. She doesn't understand the difference between jujitsu. So there are gyms that would say, like the woman goes, hey, uh, do you guys do karate there? And the coach will say yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. What do we, you know, who bring do you want to bring in? Bring them in. I absolutely get that. Mm -hmm. um, bring little Bobby in, and I've just seen it from the inside where he they come in, and half of our adults have kids in the school. Mm -hmm. We have a pretty big kids program, and half of those kids, their parents, one of the parents trains, male or female. We've got a, a husband-wife team, so... We've got a lot of, uh, of and it's women. Co competitive yeah. children. We've, so there are days that we have more women on the mat than, than guys. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. So uh, there, there are that many women. We like we even train separately for a little while. We're back to training together, but we just like split the mat. The girls train. They only roll with each other. Maybe some of like the smaller guys will, mm -hmm. will roll. Um, but I, I do think that there's something to be said for for being a little bit more honest about it. So that that mom doesn't know any better. She doesn't know what she's looking for. So I'm mm -hmm. okay with that. But I do think like an adult. Uh, somebody who's like, you know, maybe been assaulted, mm -hmm. uh, maybe even raped, and then they come in and it's just like, okay, you know, we're pulling guard and it's not that Gracie style <laughs> self jujitsu, right? Yeah. It's not that Gracie self, uh, uh, self defense jujitsu where they're stand up and they're showing you how to get out of, you know, your standing chair. Like, mm -hmm. I've never even gone, I've never even done any of that. I've never done any do of it. that at yeah. all. We put on gloves. So, it's all, you know, I've always just gone from, you know, stand up. I, I shouldn't say, let me not say, my first school, we did a seminar because we had a bunch of girls, like uh, uh, daughters of students, adult students who were going away to college and we did a college class. Mm -hmm. And I even had my wife at the time come and, um, you know, it was like, hold them up against the wall with the choke and like he mm -hmm. showed stuff. That was the one time. Other than that, it was just like pure competition style jujitsu. Uh, so I do believe there's something to be said for being honest with the students about that. But again, when it's a mom looking for jujitsu for the kid, they don't know. But what's more so important. you're not being deceptive. But for an adult, I just think it's like good to be up, upfront about it. You know, if it's an adult saying like, I'm in this situation and I want to learn because I went through this thing. Mm -hmm. I still think there's a benefit to the jujitsu, but you might not be showing them the jujitsu that they think that they're going to learn. Like again, literally being, you know, against the wall with a choke or yeah. somebody coming up behind you and just grabbing you. Um, you know, not every school teaches that. Yeah. You know, I so think, you're saying you're, I'm sorry. Enrico. So you're saying your, um, your school does not go that much into the self-defense. No, we're, we're okay. more of like as, so we, we've, he's developed his, his kids program into what's now becoming the adults program, right? Mm -hmm. It's like these kids have, have aged into, you know, 16, 17 years old who've been like, like Enrico been training forever. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're, we've become more of a competition school. Gotcha. So, uh, but didn't always start like that, but it was just like he was developing his program and he knew I'm going to invest mm -hmm. in the kids because the kids are going to be the future. They're the ones that are going to stay the longest because there's somebody over their shoulder going, you have to go to jujitsu today versus the adults that come, like maybe come and go mm -hmm. a little bit more. And he developed that. And now we have a team and they travel. They're traveling this weekend. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, now it's more of, of sport jujitsu. Now, as an adult, I've trained my first school. We did stand up, we did Muay Thai. Um, but we didn't do that, like those basic jujitsu styles. Mm -hmm. I could throw hands and do like takedowns, like more of an MMA style, but not that traditional Gracie jiu jitsu, those like 101 jiu jitsu things that you see the, in the Gracie videos or what's the team down in uh, the Valente brothers? Like, I know mm -hmm. they, that, no, I've, I've never trained in a school that was like that. But let me ask you if you think if you were to get into a confrontation in the street and someone were to put hands on you, you think you'll be able to get out, not not having specifically trained those situations? Because I think, yeah, I think you. Yeah, I think yeah. Have I mean, no I, I know enough. I've trained stand up. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable, and I've, I've seen those things a million times. Mm. Have I drilled them a million times? No. That's what you I know? think. I think that the the skills that, like, even 
maybe not if you go to the extreme of uh, your academy only does like guard pulls and you're like all constantly like inverting because even when you learn guard, you're still learning takedowns. Yeah. Like at some point you have to wrestle up. At some point you can learn a single yeah. and double. So I always think back in uh, back in the nineties uh, when you wanted to learn how to fight, you would probably go to like a boxing gym, uh, which probably sure one of the best ways. Or karate, like karate is also you know yeah I, true like. Every, correct, karate correct. was a big thing, right? Correct, Before correct. Yes, yes, yes. Was, was the thing. And you like you wouldn't go in and say, "Hey, do you guys do boxing for self-defense or boxing for sure, right, or, or for competition?" It was like yeah. you learn how to box, and if you get into a fight, then you use your boxing, and yeah. you would have to modify that slightly. Like you, you can't really punch someone with your bare hand. If you head to school, you're gonna like really hurt your hand. Uh, so you have to modify it a little bit. You know, like a lot of people say, hit with the heel of your hand, sure, or you know, like make a strong fist and. You know, I guess hope for the best. Yeah. Uh, so what I think is that even if you join an academy where it's purely uh, competition jiu-jitsu, which by the way, like this is not us. Like literally two weeks ago, we're punching each other from the mount to, yep. to, to learn the escapes. But I think that uh, even if you do only competition, you also develop those skills that will translate in the real world. Like yeah. one of the kids from your gym, I'm sure if they were ever to get into a fight in school, they're not gonna have a problem defending themselves. Oh, agree. It's uh, actually 100%. happened while I yeah. was there. There's been yeah. there's been a couple of instances where the kids have gotten into a scuffle, and not only did they, you know, take care of the situation, but they didn't hurt the other kid. Like they mm -hmm. literally put them like just got their back, seatbelt, trapped there, an arm. I have a, a, a student of he's a very good friend of mine now. He was one of the first guys on the podcast. Like in the beginning, we used to. It was like me and four or five, or a total of about five training partners. That's how the podcast got started. Um, his name is Mauricio. His son trains. He trains. He's a purple belt. He's about to get his brown. And um, he ha he got a call from the school. And it's like, hey, your son's been in a fight. And he goes, the first question that Mauricio asked him was, was like, is the other kid okay? And he wasn't being cocky about it. He just knew his son trained. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. My son got in a fight. He probably fucked somebody up with some jujitsu. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, no, everybody's okay. Fast forward, that kid was basically wound up. That kid was bullying him. That kid wound up, it was a few months later, that kid started training at our gym, and they're like best friends now. Not nice. not like, oh, they're cool with each other on the mat. No, they're best, they hang out. That's they're good. best friends now, and jujitsu, you know, did that. Yeah, I think uh, even as a competitor, you can still get benefit out of training with hobbyists because yeah. like our are like we compete, but we're not like a competition team, right? Yeah. Correct. Um, and I cross train at Renzo Gracie. That's like where I mostly train. That's my home, but I also train at VRMA at Wagner's. Sure. And like at Renzo, most of the people that train there are hobbyists, but I, I find that like, and most of the people at Wagner's are competitors, mm -hmm. but I, I think it's even more beneficial because when I go to Wagner's, I know that like, I can't just like, try to practice something I just learned t 10 minutes ago, you know? But it's also, I get to test out my A game and I get to test out my competition. Like I can keep track of points, whatever it is. And then when I go to Renzo, it's like, I get to test out new things and like learn new things and like where I learn my new concepts and my new skills is at Renzo. And then with, over time, I start going up the ladder at Renzo, like with the higher belts. And then I go to Wagner's and I also get to test that out. Like if that works there, then I know it works. Anyway, are you just, you know? when you go to Wagner's, are you just going to like open mats or no. did you go to his, like go to his a, classes. are they training? They're, they're teaching, uh, like a move of the day kind of situation yes. as well. Right, yeah. Like so. a normal class. Like okay. I, I do, which is a tough, okay. it's a tough and, class. Yeah. You were there as well for a it's little a bit. It's a tough right? class. Yeah. Even just a regular, like the 7 PM. Yeah. Mean, yeah. You're, you're facing the inside skipping for like 15 minutes. So like yeah. Yesterday. Like walking the wall. 
like on your hands. Oh, his like, open yeah. mat. His open mat is amazing. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Gordon was there. Yeah, that's how <laughs> yeah, we, that's yeah, how we started going there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, so he he started. My, going. my coach goes there with the son. Yeah, they, they train there once in a while. Nice. Felipe uh, and uh, and Kai and Kai. Yeah, so he started going to Wagner's at open mat every Saturday. Um, he would just like go casually, and he was like, "Hey, like come with me." Who was that? I'm sorry. Who? Oh, Adrian. Okay, Adrian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was start, started going there, and this guy, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I forget. Um, and he started. I started going with him. He was like, "Come with me." Um, and then that's how I started going, and I was like, "Whoa, like this is this is like a competition, right?" Yeah. Um, and then eventually we started going more and more, and then now I train there half like half and half, and like like yesterday I was training, and then Gilbert Burns was drilling with me, and I was like. Like st <laughs> like starstruck, you know. Don't look like an no idiot. Don't look like an idiot. Yeah. Don't look like you're, you know, intimidated or whatever it is. Like, yeah. just you know, everything's fine. He's super fine. nice. He's super nice. Super like, yeah, nice. don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's a nice guy, but it's like, you know, and like one of the first. So, times so let me let me stop you for a second. So, when you're rolling with somebody like that, are you in your mind? Do you change the way you roll or how you approach it? Like, do I take this guy down? Do I attempt to take down? Do I pull guard? Do I not go too hard because then he I know that he can elevate and, and, and beat the shit? Like, what is your mindset? I think it depends on the context. Um, I would say I never try to, like, change how... Like, if I try to change how... Like, let's say mm -hmm. I'm, I've been training. Like, I've been working on my guard pass for three months, right? I got a competition. Oh, I'm on a pool guard. Why would I do that? Like, yeah. I, I bring my A game. Like, sure. obviously, like, you know, if I'm going against a, a lower belt, that's when I test all my new stuff, right? But, like, if I'm going against, like a gilbert type character i'm not gonna try something new not to say i'm close-minded about it but like yeah. i'm gonna do my best you know what sure. i mean um and like it's fun because when you start going against these people that are high level consistently you get to also see where you're at you know like mm. oh like i like i tapped this guy who's really good and then i think it gives you a lot of confidence as well like with the john combs match uh beforehand i wasn't like i was obviously scared like i was intimidated because i didn't want to get injured um and I think the right word is nervous, right? I don't think I'm ever gonna stop being nervous when I compete. I think I just learn to handle it better. You know, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm ever not gonna be nervous, but I think I get to to handle that better. You're learning that it's part of the process. Exactly. And like, I didn't go into the John Combs matches thinking I was gonna lose. I was excited. I was like, oh, I get to fight this guy, you know? Yeah. And like, obviously, like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, but like, like I hope I'm not the highlight reel, right? Yes. In the back of your mind, like, yeah, I, hope that, was like man, I, I hope I'm not yeah. going to be on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. There, were, there were cameras and everything because, you know, it was like, oh, who knows? This, this yeah. It's funny. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah. So like, let's just get the yeah. cameras and record a highlight reel. You know? <laughs> it's got, it's got to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is he got? The, yeah. the Combs of Tina or something? he became the highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, so I think that, like, I didn't go into it, like, thinking i was gonna lose i think that being anxious and being excited are very closely related like yeah. even the emotion is very closely related and i was more excited than anxious because i was like oh like i get to compete you know it's not yeah. like oh i have to fight this guy or i have to win i have to compete like i get to do it you know because not mm. a lot of people do it yeah and i was out for so long and that's like all i wanted to do that like i i think i get to appreciate it more you know it's yeah. like I don't. I don't have to wake up tomorrow at six a.m. and go train. I get to. Like I okay. get to go train. You know what yeah. I mean? How about so. you? Have you ever been in the? Have you ever felt intimidated going up against a big name like a? Oh shit! This is a UFC fighter. Dude. Or go in there and it's Wagner and and or maybe one of his kids. And you know what's what's your feeling when you go into those? Can matches? I say about words yeah. in this podcast? Absolutely. I've cursed like dude, fifty I times. Rolled, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! I rolled with Nicky Rod and he yeah. fucked me up. Dude. Yeah. He but he sent me flying like a ragdoll. <laughs> he body locked me like. 
six times, but that was great because by feeling it, I get to replicate a little bit of it. Sure. So after that, my bottle again went off the roof. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. How much did you learn from oh, it? Oh, right? it was great. And then yeah. I went to Austin. I, what I'm interested in, I'm, I'm, let me, I'm gonna let you. Sorry. What I'm interested in is right, right when you you're standing across from him in your mind, it's just like, are are you? Because I've had this internal dialogue. Okay, I maybe I don't want to piss him. I don't want to go too hard because I don't want to piss him off. Or like let him go, let him move first. Like, mm. are you are you are you going through those things in your mind? What I think are about, you saying those things to yourself? You ever heard that clip of the guy that has a graph and he goes like, "Fuck around, find out." Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. so like, if you go real slow with them, yeah, they, they, they will probably uh, like match your intensity. Okay. But, like if you go ham, they will probably match as like, well. Okay, yeah, and and listen with everyone. Like I think like people ask me like, hey. I want to go uh, roll with a black, but, but like I don't want to like go very hard with them. Like no, dude, like you can go hard, but be ready for what's yeah. gonna and happen. And respectful, and respectful. Don't of do course, something. Of course. You know, of course. I think that like if your technique is good enough, you shouldn't be worried about like doing something stupid. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't think you're gonna. You're like, not gonna do it naturally. Yeah. I'm not gonna do something yeah, like, stupid. If your technique is is good enough, I don't think you should worry about being like disrespectful or like uh, uh, what's the word again? The white belts. I don't think you're sure about he's that. He's so far away from enough. that. He's like, I don't even know the word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so smooth. So I interrupted you. You said you went to Austin when you yeah, went to Austin. Yeah, yeah. So like the day that I, the, when I first rolled with Nicky Rod, my back was hurting a little bit. So my man, I was like, I, if my back was good, I could probably do better. I went yeah. to Austin and he fucked me up even worse, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because you came back for seconds. You go to the he's Henzo's, like, right? He's like, I'm going to make him earn that flight. Yeah. You're going to come for seconds, dude. I mean, I've had the same similar experience you know, with you, because, you know, you, you know what it's like to roll with your coach, right? Yeah, so you roll with your coach, and it's almost it's almost this weird thing of, like, they want to see what you got. How hard do I go? That's, yeah. uh, that's what I'm yeah, trying to I get at. Like, and it's like, is that a trap? Is that an open door? Is that a test? Is that a, what am I yeah. doing? So you, whatever, and then you kind of, you could either get in your own head about it, or you could just yeah. jujitsu. Yeah. But then sometimes you do get caught up in the moment, and you go hard, and, you know, you I, th I think about it, but the second the match starts, and we're, it, that goes away. I'm saying live. I think you can feel like I. I know when I'm rolling with somebody that's a lower belt than me. You know, my my methodology is like you have control of the accelerator. Yeah, I'm gonna let you press the gas. I'm gonna match your intensity if you are a lower belt. If you're mm -hmm. if you're a lower belt and less experienced, and I know that I can easily tap you, I'm gonna let you. You have control of the accelerator. So you know, sometimes that's a, you know, there's a purple belt and he's better than me, younger, faster. You know, and then I'm like, I have. I'm the higher belt, but I am controlling the acceleration. Yeah. I've, I've got it. He's going to match my intensity, right? Yeah. If like, if I'm going with my coach and like, one thing is, you know, going as hard as you can and try to like hurt him. And one thing is like going hard and, you know, try to beat him. I think that if my coach is to get offended by me trying my best, he sh like I, sh yeah. I shouldn't be under him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Adrian would never get offended if I went hard with him, you know, but I'm not being stupid. Like yeah. I'm trying to like you know beat him, but I'm not being like I'm not doing it in a arrogant fashion, you know. Yeah. Like I'm I'm trying to beat him, you know. That's the whole point because he's better yeah. than me, but I'm trying to get there. So it's weird. Yeah. Like you're just like it's almost like not to put it like in this context, but it's almost like a father figure that you're just like you're just trying to make like look, dude. I'm retaining the information you're giving me. Yeah, it's not gonna be you taught it to me, so obviously you know more than I do. But like I'm just gonna you let me go as far as you want to let me go, but I'm gonna do it. The, the way you showed the you first know, like, time I tapped my coach, it was with a we worked on Peruvians a lot, so he's like turtled up, and I did a Peru, Peruvian. I didn't celebrate, we just kept on rolling. He went on Facebook that night and wrote this whole thing about how proud he was that one of his white belts tapped him out. He like felt good about what yeah. he was teaching me, and that was I like that 
That's that doesn't always happen. But it doesn't always happen. There's too much. There is definitely too much. There's too much, you know, testosterone in it. What's that about? What? When I first saw my coach, I met a group shot about it. I was excited. And he was he was in the group shot. I've never. Yeah. I'm like what happens on the mat stays on the mat. Like even I've got I've got a training partner now that. He'll like tell me after class all of, like who he tapped, and I'm just like, it feels less and less important. The don't more do and more it. I yeah, do I'm it. just like, but I try to tell him like, you know, no, 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 don't, don't. Tap it's like and kissing tell, and you know? casting, and, yeah, kissing yeah, yeah. and telling. Yeah, don't tap. And you know, tell. you know what I thought about the other day? It's an old Batman quote, but I'm gonna like like turn it around. It's like you either live, you either uh, you either live long enough to become Gordon Ryan, or you. <laughs> oh no, it's like you either become Gordon Ryan. Or you live long enough to see yourself become Greg Jones. Okay. Like, but like the Batman quote, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know. I just watched it the other because day. Because I, I just, I don't know, man. It oh, really... I know. Another quote is like, either you die a villain or you live long enough to, no, no, I'm sorry. Either you die the hero or you be, or you live long, long enough, enough to, to become, become the villain. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know why I was blanking out on that. That's the exact quote, but I thought about it in terms of like a Gordon uh -huh. Ryan versus, because they're so, they're playing a game, bro. Like, I still think these guys are friends. I don't know. It's a game. In, in my speculation. He's like troll of the year. If there's a troll of the they're year. They're both Jones trolls. Is, they're both trolls. But Jones is way better at trolling people. But they're just extracting value from yeah, two yeah. different... Because yeah, there's... Yeah. there's oh, Look, there's... There's... There's archetypes. You need a water? There's They're archetypes warm, in jiu-jitsu. Jiu I like this stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's archetypes in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. yeah. There's like the... Uh, I only buy my kids red, white, and blue crayons because these <laughs> colors don't run. Yeah. Like, uh. And there's the dudes who come in and they're just trying to octopus guard you. There's a dude who wants to come in and just be Keenan. There's the dude who yeah. wants to come in and just, just like highlight real. Yeah. Like there's yeah. just these people that you really could sector them in these different sectors. Sure. And the smart thing to do is if you gain the popularity and obviously it's backed up by skill. Nobody on earth is ever going to say Gordon Ryan sucks because he doesn't suck. No. Neither do any of the people at the B team. Neither do any people at New Wave. Neither do top atos guys you know the rotulo brothers aoj like these they all have a a, a foothold on the market like mm -hmm. if you if you follow like let's say tanya dalpra you, what you're getting is you're getting a straight edge competitor if that's what you align with you'd be like fluidity i wear a white gi i wear long sleeve black spats and long sleeve mm -hmm. black shirt under i'm disciplined i do this i wake up every morning i get in my porsche panamera I pick up a 12 year old kid, I teach 6 a.m. class. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. All like, of this, man. Huh? How do you know? Flow grappling. I saw I that too. No, there's, a, there's, a, there's a day in the life with uh, him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. On, I'm, on I'm infatuated with jiu jitsu. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I took off work to come here and do this. <laughs> His shoe size is 12. His shirt is a medium size. You know everything e about this guy. Yeah, whatever. I pay attention. You know? <laughs> uh, I know the moves. I just can't do them, Anyways, but it's just like, it it's gotten to a point where like where they get popularity yeah and now they're gaming the system sure so and you need conflict for that you know left right mm -hmm. red blue like i think there's to that in that particular situation i think there's there's something to it though there's there's definitely things that have happened and um it's they don't it, like each other right now i think it's a game yeah it's a yeah. it's a money-making yeah. game no, no, it, let, let's change direction because i want to get in some of these questions because i'd love to give out some puffy mugs and and t-shirts to these guys so i'm going to go down these questions i'll let you you guys both yep. answer uh so this is uh quavo's biz oh bizarre adventure quavo's bizarre adventure how do you create a solid game plan for competition that's part one and what is your mindset going into a competition 
we'll let you go first. I can, I can go. Good. Okay. Either. Um, I think when you know when a student comes over and he's like, "Hey, I want to compete," you gotta have uh, a set of skills that that are the same for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So like, you gotta be good at getting out of every bad position, make sure no one passes your guard, and you gotta have a couple of takedowns. Sure. Okay. okay now you can like do the competition because like if you can get out, you get pinned, and then you're done. So you need those basic skills, break falls and whatnot. And then from there, it's like, okay, we gotta have a plan. What are the takedowns that you like? Um, if you can't take the guy down, what guard you're gonna get to so you can get you can get things going. Cause you know, if you go to a tournament, um, I tell everyone, your job is to win the match. Like you don't have to get a highlight, especially like your first few matches, like until you develop that confidence of doing jujitsu in kind of like the arena. Um, you know, like it's gonna be hard to go for like a really flashy move. Um, so pick a game plan, pick a couple of guards that you like, and then you have to do tournament matches at the gym where you're actively keeping track of the points, you know? You were, you were saying that before you were talking about going to, yeah. going to Wagner's, but you're, you keep point, you, yeah. Yeah. you don't have to say them out loud, but you'll keep score yeah. in your head. Okay. Most, most people do that. Yeah. Yeah. On those Go ahead. Go ahead. And, um, I, I kind of lost I'm my... sorry. I, I, I'm <laughs> famous for interrupting. No. That's why I'm single. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, yeah, I would say that. Take the mind, like, take take the mindset portion of that because you're talking about game plan. What about what about mindset? What is your your mindset going into a match? I would say, like, if you're nervous, like I feel like a lot of people try to pretend they're not nervous, but like, dude, you're nervous. Everybody's and, nervous, and I think you need to like validate that. Like, yeah, you're nervous. It's fine. Like the other dude is nervous too. You know. Yeah. Um, and like, it's why I feel like if you, if you're generally good like if you, if you kind of know what to do in every position that's good and i think that confidence ultimately comes from like your skill set right like you're not going to be scared or hesitant to commit to a guard pass if you know that if you trust to sweep you you're not going to get swept you know mm -hmm. so i think a lot of the mindset is translated from your training like if you know you're good like if you're good at gu passing guard you're not going to be scared to go into a match and pass the dude's guard you know so I think that the mindset I try to have is very like, it's almost like simple in a way because it's like, all right, I did everything I, I was supposed to do up until this point. I don't have like, there's nothing I didn't do in my training that I should have done. And if I feel that way, when I go into the competition, I find that I just don't think about it too much. Yeah. You know, like for example, I compete tomorrow. I'm not really worried right now. Maybe tomorrow when I wake up on the way there, I'll start getting a little nervous. Does, yeah, it, probably, does it usually but, go away as soon as you're on the mat, slap bump? Yeah. Now Definitely. it's yeah. I think that you've done all the preparation. I kind of feel like that usually goes away at that moment. Yes, I I would say so. Um, I think that if you know that you did your best in preparation, uh, you're not gonna be like like having doubts or things. And if you do, that's normal, you know. But like, don't try to like get in your head too much, you know. Sure. Uh, go into it thinking like, okay, like I did everything I was supposed to do. I literally have, I have no control over what the outcome is going to be. I don't know if I'm going to yeah. win or lose. And I'm going to make sure that if I do lose, it's because he was better than me. I'm, sure. It's not going to be because like I didn't sleep enough or didn't eat good or anything like that. So I try to make it so that everything that's under my control, I do my best in. And what's not, I I don't, I try not to think about it too much. And then if I do, which is, you know, it can come naturally. Like I, I can just start having doubts out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, like it's fine. Like I have these doubts, but... Like I, I can't control them, so I'm not gonna worry about this. Flows it. right into the to the next question, and I'll, I'll let Adrian take this one. So, uh, this is uh, from Instagram. Blue can do it. 
What has been your biggest struggle with competing and how have you overcome it? You kind of discussed it already. You, you've just kind of laid out how yeah. you do it. What about you? Yeah, so um, what I was going to say also about the mindset, um, like many people, I think I was very scared always of competing because of the outcome. Like, okay, like what's the worst that could happen? You know, I could get injured. Oh my uh, God, my training partners are going to see me lose. Right? Exactly, like, like, exactly. I think thing. that's one of the biggest worries. Like, oh my God, I'm going to shit the bed. Exactly. Right? So like if, if you uh, if you're going with the mentality that your number one goal is not to get hurt, and your number two goal is not to get highlighted, like, you're fine. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, everyone loses. Gordon Ryan lost a bunch as he was coming up. So if you put that in your head, uh, I was like, okay, losing is okay. As long as you don't get hurt. And as long as you don't get highlighted. Because it sucks to see you getting, you know, like, flying armbar or something for, yeah. like, the next few months or something sure. on your Instagram yeah. reel. <laughs> um, yeah. so, so personally, your biggest struggle? That. that that was it yeah, yeah okay. that was it because yeah. it was always like you know like as a coach man like i don't want to go in and compete and i don't want my students to see me lose yeah um but like you know like i told myself like hey it's okay if i lose you know uh, you're teaching them something in that moment as well how you handle it how you handle the losses is a is something that they're being taught correct and also have to remember that you know like the people that like learn from me, they are not learning from me for, for my ability to win tournaments and stuff. They're coming and hang out with me because of what I could do for them, like what I can teach them. Sure. You know? yeah. And uh, we are in a position, like literally, like Miguel, you, Mia, Enrico, that I, right now, our livelihood does not come uh, depend on uh, competing. So we could go to a tournament, get completely wrecked, and then our life is fine. And none of our friends are gonna be like, hey, yeah, dude, you suck. Cause you it's lost. the like, opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah. It takes a lot of guts to, to sign up for yeah. a tournament. And those people that have done it, uh, no, no. So like, yeah. it's very intense, very difficult. Okay. And in the future, of course, Enrico wants to go professional and he has all the tools to do so. So one day, you know, the pressure is greater on him, uh, but he can handle it. You yeah. gotta work so, up to it. Yeah. yeah, and then and 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 I see this a lot, you know, in my gym and and other comp even in the military. You're gonna have a bad day at the office sometimes. Yeah, you know, and and your your comrades that have been in those bad days, those similar situations, are gonna walk up to you and they're gonna go like, "How'd it go? All yeah. right, cool. Did you learn something? All right, hey man, good job. You got in there. You know what I'm saying? You got. It's in almost there. like no, like your friends care whether yeah. you want to listen and if you learn something, but. The majority of people don't yeah. give a fuck about how you do no, this competition. They're worried and, about and the other they're worried about paying know. their bills, their yeah. wife, this, that, their own jujitsu. Like, there's not too many people that are even. Gonna, oh, you competed? You know, like Adrian. Right, you know? Adrian yeah. in front of class, you'd be like, "Hey, Johnny competed last weekend. Everybody clap." You know, and then and you could see ha the people that know Johnny and know competition. They clap, <gasps> and then you you see other guys are like, "Who's Johnny?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. like, yeah, the, it's like if you know, you know. Yeah. Let me let me move on to the next question because we're going to run short on time, but I want to get to our, our drill down as well. Uh, so let's uh, I'm going to ask you both. Uh, this is Ethan Sherman asked, what made you fall in love with BJJ and how do you think it shaped you as a person? Shout out to Ethan. That's my friend right there. Yeah. Um, how I fell in love with it. That's that's a good story. Um, so when I started doing it, it was in a small gym called the SJJ. Do the Soares Jiu Jitsu Judo. He moved from Brazil and it was a very small gym. And at the time I was playing tennis, I was 12 years old and my parents were going through a divorce and it was a very tough mm -hmm. time in my life. And my friend at school, my best friend at the time, his uncle was Duda Suarez, the guy that opened the gym. He had just moved as well. And he told me like, hey, like, come, come try jujitsu, come see what it is. And shout out to Bruno, that's the guy that invited me. And 
I started going to his gym and it was really fun because it was like all of her best friends. It was like five or six of us and we all trained and it was like, you know, we kind of didn't pay attention too much. It was just like we went there just to play around, <laughs> but it took my mind off of it. You know, like it took my mind off of the situation going on at home and my coach as well at the time, he knew about the situation. So if there's anything going on at home, like I could just go to the gym and talk to him, for example. And I think that translated to how, why I love it so much. Obviously, there's, you know, the technical aspect, which I'll get to in a second. But I think that's what made me initially love it so much because it felt like it was something I could do, you know, to get my sure. mind off yeah. of it. It was, and an I, I, it was an outlet. Exactly. It was an outlet. Yeah. And then um, I started doing it more and more. And I started training at American Top Team because I felt like at the gym I was in, it was really fun. But it was just fucking around, you know, like it was yeah. really fun. Don't get me wrong. But it was like we didn't learn too much. Um, and that was around like a year and a half after. So the situation at home had already calmed down a little bit. And I felt like I wanted to do more with jujitsu. Um, and then I kept training ATT for around a year and a half. And then I had a falling out with the coach. And that's when I came to Renzo Gracie. And um, at the time I was a freshman, I believe. Yeah, it was no. It was middle of sophomore year in high school, and that's when COVID hit. And by that time, it was kind of in my head, like I was starting to like jujitsu more and more. And I kind of started to, I wanted to do homeschool so I could train more. And that was in my mind. It had been in my mind for around a year. And then COVID hit, and I had already mentioned to my parents, like, hey, like, I kind of want to do uh, homeschool so I can train more. And they were like, no, like, no, like, stay in school. And then when COVID hit, we had to do it online. And they were like, <laughs> we were forced to. You got to me, it was so great. So it's your fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was great. I had a good, great time in COVID. You know, it was very hard for everybody. And I know that, but I'm very grateful. It was, I was very lucky. And they were like, okay, if you do good in this format, like we'll let you do online. And then a couple months went by, I did good. And then middle of junior year, which was the beginning of 2021, was when I started doing it seriously. Um, and yeah, I think I fell in love with it because of that. It served as an outlet for me to, um, to forget what's, you know, what's going on at yeah. home. And not only that, but it also like it toughened me up, you know, like the nature of the sport is a martial art, right? So you yeah. learn a lot from it as well. And, um, I think there's, you know, there's also like the whole technical aspect to it. I really like the intellectual side of jiu-jitsu. Um, I like learning the techniques and I like, I like the technique like i like being technical you know like you said like i like being fluid like when there's a technique i like smooth you know because like i'm tall but i'm not a very strong person like physically i can't sure. like bench press a lot of weight for example um and when i started when i was around 14 15 uh i was in the adult class going with guys that are like 230 pounds so my only way to survive was technique i couldn't like muscle my way out of the situations yeah. right wait until you're getting your 30s yeah. Oh, I, I'm oh, excited 50. for that. I'm your excited. 50s. <laughs> yeah, that I'm not excited about. But um, I wanna, because for, of the strength, though, like that's, that's yeah, my you're point. gonna get you're gonna get that's your gonna man strength. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be yeah. good. Prime, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, but, prime, prime time Kiko is gonna be legit. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting. I'm gonna stick around. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I would say like, and it's like when I started learning the technique, I started like beating those people. I was like 14, 15. I was a great belt, and I was. Uh, you know, doing good against purple belts. I was like, this is great. Like, I'm actually doing pretty good here. So that I really like the technical aspect of it. And I really like how it served as like an outlet for me. Okay. So I think that's why I like it so much. Very cool. Know? How about you? What made you fall in love? 
I think um, yeah, I'm just noticing you got a little dinger there, huh? You got a little black eye there. Yeah, we had yeah. a traveling helper <laughs> mat last Sunday. I, <laughs> I think many of the skills that you learn in Jiu-Jitsu translate to real life. Um, my math teacher told me one yeah. time, I, I asked him, like, hey, what do we have to learn? Like, all these stupid formulas. Like, when am I going to need how to uh, replace a square or solve a quadratic sure. equation? And he explained to me, listen, like, you're not going to have to physically do these uh, equations, but the skills that you learn from solving them help you find different uh, ways to, to get to the same, um, the same result, to, this, to, to the correct answer. So in jiu-jitsu, like finding different ways to get to the same technique, to the same to submission, to take someone's back, um, you know, like it starts to ingrain something in your brain where, where you're in the real world and you got problems, you start figuring out different solutions problem to the same solving. problems. Yeah, yeah. Problem Correct. Solving. Right. Yeah. So the problem solving, um, that's one of the parts that I like the most about it. Um, when I first started jujitsu, I just found it, that it was a lot of fun. Even if jujitsu was the worst martial art you could do in terms of yeah, defense, so I would still do it just <laughs> it's because it's a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, there's no hitting, so like there's a very low chance of you getting hurt. Um, so that's, that's what made me want to do jujitsu. And then I actually fell in love with it over time. Mm -hmm. You know, like at the beginning, I was like, hey, yeah, this is fun. And then I got deeper and deeper and I was like, yeah, this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. And it's something that you could definitely do for the rest of yeah. your life because, um, you know, like you couldn't do Taekwondo for a really long time. That's, that's the second, like, like that old quote that's like, every man has two lives. Uh, their first life and then when they realize that they're going to die and it's their only life and then they start their new life i mm -hmm. feel like in jujitsu you feel the same way you have your jujitsu life and then you're like oh if i want to do this for the rest of my life i have to start taking care of myself eating right stretching you have to you yeah. have to you have to make sure that you stop can make inverting. it. Stop inverting. Stop <laughs> inverting. Yeah. And you start making decisions in your personal life so yeah. that you're better at jujitsu. So you could do it for the rest. And my question to Adrian would be like, now you're behind the curtain. Now you're you're in the grind. You have to come to work. Sometimes I'm sure it feels that way. Are you falling in love with being a coach and with like owning a gym? Like how's that? Sometimes let me add like sometimes the passion, when the passion becomes the job, you lose the passion. Mm -hmm. Nah, no, nah, I really like it. Like, I look forward to train every day. The part that's annoying is the behind the curtains is like the corporate stuff, the like business side. Yeah, like every Friday I gotta do payroll. Like I gotta pay this guy. Like once I get out of here, like, I gotta <laughs> the computer and send stuff to like, hey, how many yeah. hours did you work, bro? Like, <laughs> yeah, like following this guy, um, uh, following like also like the gym. Like everything decides to get broken. Like At the periodically, same time, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like changing lights, fixing the AC, the AC and it's my responsibility. You, That's the annoying part. But yeah. training every day is, is pretty cool. The, pretty cool. The business of the business. Like I was the training before, before I got here, you know, and and yeah. now that I have some power, I get to you know like figure out the schedule. For yeah. example, like um, I've I've always liked gi. Well, I always done gi a lot more, but recently the last few years I started to fall in love more with no gi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I, I personally think it's a lot more fun. It's a lot sure. more dynamic. Yeah. I think for self-defense situations, it's also better because of all the wrestling. And whereas the gi is good, you will get more out of no gi. That's my, my thought. Yeah. So I was able to like, Hey guys, like who wants to make this gi class? No gi. And then, yeah. Oh yeah, he did yeah, that. Let's yeah. do it. I, was, right, now it's no gi. Done. I didn't raise my hand, but now I'm a no, I like no gi more now. I'm not going to lie. And also I've been focusing more on no gi. Now, when I do a gi class, it somehow feels easier, like in terms of like problem solving skill, because it's like, oh, I didn't have that lapel there before. I would have to like change my grip or, or mm. change a post or, yeah. or do something like that. 
it, I feel like it makes you even more creative in the gi because you're like, oh, I got handles. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, it gives you more time yeah. to figure out your, your strategy. Not even that. You can move quicker. I think with the handles, it's like it's so much easier to hit a duck under if you could yank on a collar and, and yeah, but that's if sleeve. you know what you're doing. Yeah. If you're like on the receiving end of that, it sucks. It the does, but is. the nogi, the nogi, I'm not, dude, I'm the hammer, I'm the nail, like like everybody else. But I'm just saying like the nogi, I feel like almost like John Jock Machado says, it's like he has no, like it made his, his style better. Yeah. 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 Hey, give me a second. Christian, do we got enough time? Like another five, ten minutes? We're, are we in a rush or anything? No? Okay, cool. All right, so we're going to do, uh, let, let's move on to the, we're going to do the last group of questions. We call it the drill down. Um, just a group of questions. I'll let you do the, <laughs> I'll let you do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's only here to do this. Hold on. So uh, we just uh, are a group of questions that we like, uh, that are like the most submitted questions probably. Mm-hmm. So we just put them into the end of the show and then we ask everybody the same question. So we call this the... The drill down. That's our sound effects guy. Right <laughs> he, he's only here to do that one thing. You can go now, Bo. Thank you for, for showing no up. No way, dude. Uh, I love Bo. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, we're going to go through these questions, and uh, you can elaborate if you want. We can do them quick. It's, it's up to you guys. So, first question, gear preference, gear no gi. There's nothing better than hugging yeah. sweaty men on the floor. So, <laughs> I would say no gi. Definitely. No gi, and you just really answered if I say no gi. So, takedown or pull guard? Preference. Both. both. You got you to gotta know both. Because if, if you're getting a fight, yeah, you got to no takedowns, but you're not getting in a fight but every day. But what's your go-to, though? What's your go-to, like, you, are you always yeah. going back and forth, or is it just take like, down. man, definitely I take always down. see We're, we're yeah, talking yeah, about jujitsu in yeah. a vacuum. We're not yeah. talking about... Yeah, just, yeah, no, definitely take not, not the advice, like, yeah. you personally, how are you doing? Uh, okay. Yeah, what, what's in your How heart? about you, Enrico? I shamefully pull guard. All right, that's good, that's Ooh. okay. <laughs> Music during rolling. Yes, yes or no? Yes, and I rotated. Yeah. It was salsa last week. Okay. Yeah, if it's it not whatever he's putting, then it's good. Dude, yeah. can I, <laughs> can I, if you got the dial, so you, you prefer music during rolling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And w- if you had control of the dial, what would you be playing? Like 90s rap or like something right. Brazilian. Nice. Yeah. Man, I like Enrico Some every Some spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was rolling with him last Friday and like his song came on and he got all fucking... <laughs> oh, so good. And he got, and he got all... <laughs> his song came on. He has the he's nerve to like a song. No, but he got all motivated. All, like this is literally the last roll. Yeah. Uh, what's like, up? What's, the, up? what's the, the song? It was that Freebird song, you yeah. know, when the solo comes in? <laughs> what, what song? Leonard Freebird. Oh, Leonard Skinner? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... When the solo comes in? Yeah, so... It's a long song. Yeah. I got my ass whooped. <laughs> oh, you, you, yeah. It was, I was his I was, song and you were rolling? Yeah. Oh, I, was, I was flying. Yeah. yeah. I was... Yeah. No, it was cool though, but it's like, yeah, I think the music also just like, when you feel your song, I'm singing sometimes, uh, you know, I bleep out some words with the person I'm, I'm singing I, with. I love music and, you know, I had a, I had a bunch of guys from my gym uh, on, we did a round table like this, and they reminded me back in the day, Felipe used to put on... The same the, songs? Mo, no, the gym, the gym motivational. Yeah. Like you do gym motivation, so there's like music is on, but then there's like somebody speaking over the top. Yeah. So sometimes it's somebody famous and maybe like David Goggins, yeah, David Goggins or yeah, like Schwarzenegger that. comes on and Stallone, like these famous people come on and they talk about training and it's like really intense. And it's like, but I think it raised, if you have that on, it raises your intensity during that role. And that used to pump us up on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Like that was... Going back, those are some of my favorite. But I'm '90s hip hop. I love when uh, when somebody puts on the music though, and they they have a playlist, and then all of a sudden, for some reason, like like a love song comes on or something. (laughs) Yeah. But I love those too. Like I'll start singing that just to fuck around, and and especially if you're in the middle of a role, I I I think caress, caress. (laughs) Come on, baby. For Valentine's Day, just let it happen. (laughs) I put love ballads for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. I had a horrible feedback. (laughs) Yeah. I love those times. Come back. Yeah. 
So, okay, we'll go on the next question. Enrico, we'll start with you. What would you be doing if you hadn't found jujitsu? How old are you again? 19. 19. What would you be doing? Probably be in school. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm school. I'm doing it. I'm doing it online, but I would probably just like do like like live campus life, like being yeah. college and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Dude, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything. There's that. a there's a box under a bridge with your name on it. Like you just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't you didn't know. have any like were you like passionate about school yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. like that? Or? I wanted to be a, a physical therapist. Oh, there you go. And then the opportunity, um, you know, like happened that like I took over my academy, but I was going to school for, um, I was taking all anatomy classes and stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's so you know. funny. Right. You're the other end of the spectrum. You're, like, you're sending the, yeah, yeah, you're, you're sending you're, patients to the, to the to physical. <laughs> yeah. You're the, I break. You wanted to be the, I, you could be too. You wanted you, to repair yeah. them. I break, I fix. All right. So are you guys, uh, again, both of you, uh, Adrian, will let you go first. Are you watching a lot of tape? Like, do you watch flow, uh, like uh, flow grappling and the WNOs? Are you watch like, oh shit, there's a WNO on tonight? Are you that guy? Yeah, are you watching yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah all yeah. of them to see like what people at the top are doing. Yeah, um, anything that we could incorporate to our games. I would agree. Yeah, I definitely watch it. I'm trying to uh, be more active on social media. Did a breakdown of the Petrogardia stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you, do you ever? watch like if you know you're going to be up against somebody did you know you were going to be up against john combs before you got to that? the same day the same day so is there ever a time where you know you might be fighting somebody yes. and you've like look do you watch that try to find their stuff he's had yeah. a lot of white line promotion super fights okay yeah. all right cool yeah. yeah yeah i definitely try to study them like i don't get too obsessed over it but like okay like they're a good wrestler like i'm not going to try to out wrestle them or i know they have good leg locks so i know to avoid my like my legs getting entangled stuff yeah. like that that just helps me out and I knew John Combs had a good guillotine. That's what they told me. So no, when he was trying, they, they named it after yeah, the yeah. Combsatine. So I was I was aware of it, you know. Yeah. So that's why I think there's value in that. Yeah. All right, good. Damn it, because it's hard so, to beat their guys at their strength. For example, like our friend Matt, I was talking to you about uh, last tournament that he did. He was going against this uh, just dude. He was huge with a huge neck, and he had a shirt that said Ohio Wrestling, and he tried to wrestle. <laughs> he tried to wrestle this guy. No, he didn't. Like, what do you think is gonna happen? You know, he like, went in like hit him first, oh, blast double. You almost got him though. That's almost as bad as when you uh, forget about a wrestling shirt, but whenever you see somebody with the square patch on the back of the gi, oh, and yeah, it says like know, USA, and you know it's a judo guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, like, they, oh, grab you, they grab you back here, bro. There's an electromagnet on my butt <laughs> that goes to the mat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, favorite competitors to watch, Enrique and en Enrico. Enrico. Sorry, Enrique. Um, yeah. Enrico. I would say the Rotola brothers. Yeah. I got a lot of my game from them. The outside passing, the Darces. I started uh, doing Darces because of them. So mm. The foot stop. So yes. You, okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Adrian? Uh, Giancarlo Bodoni. Bodoni, who's that? Uh, uh, oh, Giancarlo. He, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He won we the last. His, that was, uh, I think we had his girlfriend yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, really? We had his girlfriend on before yeah. I knew it was his girlfriend, right? Yeah. Uh, Henzo, right? Giancarlo Bodoni? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. a Henzo guy. Uh, new Wave, yeah. Uh, well, New Wave, yeah. yeah right there at Henzo, right, right. what is that? Henzo Austin? Yeah, Henzo so they, Austin, ATX. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do, uh, they would train a, a teacher at Henzo Gracie Austin, but I think yeah. like all the pros train a New yeah. Wave yeah. together. Yeah, I mean, I think that guy, well, he's like, we're like similar <laughs> body types, but he can yeah. do everything. He has a phenomenal guard passing. Great yeah. takedowns. Like, I really love his food soups. Yeah. Actually, recently, I've been working food soups, and I'm looking at a lot of his yeah. footage to yeah. see how Very he's cool. doing it. Yeah, they sync up real nice to Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> Enrico, I was going to ask this question when you answered the last one, but we'll, we'll continue on to this. So, mm -hmm. Coach mentioned something before that I, I think he might have used the word "you want to go pro." 
What is your ultimate goal in jiu-jitsu? Where, where do you see yourself in five and ten years? I would say in five years, I see ADCC definitely one or two times at least. Um, and I want to like win worlds and ADCC and stuff like that. But not only that, but I think that one of the better ways to actually like make a living is to have multiple sources of income, like sponsored or like seminars. And then eventually a school that's probably more long term, like in 10 years or so. So... I definitely want, as a competitor, I want to win everything. Like I want to win ADCC, no Gi Worlds, Gi Worlds, or whatever it is. Maybe not Gi Worlds, but we'll talk about mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, that's definitely my my goal right now, five years. And I think that I can definitely make a living if I have multiple sources, like like I said, like sponsors, yeah. seminars, teaching. What do you What are you going to school for? You what, You said you you are taking college classes. Yes. What are you going to school for? I just just chose my major. I'm doing physical education, so I can do like physical Good. therapy yeah. or something of the sort. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Something Perfect sports place. related, you yeah. know. And, and Adrian, what, what's your ultimate goal in the, in this world of jiu-jitsu? I mean, you're a very young gym owner, but where do you see yourself in five or ten years? Man, my goal is to have the most kick-ass academy training facility in South Florida. So, like, I know a lot of um, martial art academy owners want to have multiple academies. That's not what mm-hmm. I want. I want to have one place, but we got everything in that place. We got multiple mats. Uh, we have kickboxing. An area for okay. the kids. We have a gym. Yeah. Also, like the most kick-ass facility. facility. Like, a, like yeah. a, weight, a weightlifting gym, you mean? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. exactly. Okay. So you can get all your training there. Um, bunch of classes, 6.30, noon. So like, doesn't matter what your schedule is. Like, you could always make it to train. Okay. It's kind of like, like that the right ultimate now. ultimate academy. Nah, but like sometimes I like, like that. I know, I know what you mean, but like, we were, you're, you're, get, you're, you're actively doing that. There's a, there's a MMA class on Mondays. There's 6.30 a.m. classes almost every single yeah. day of the week. 9 a.m. executive classes, like two or three days out of the week. Executive, so? Well, it's... We it's, have an executive oh. class, uh, which is... They kind of, like, started on their own. It's from 8 to 9 on Saturdays. Unofficial? But he allows that. What unofficial I'm saying is, like, he's making Old man's, man's uh, jiu-jitsu? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's what what it is. is it 40 and over? Yeah, 40 yeah, and yeah. Over? yeah. yeah. Over. And they discuss how the young bucks... <laughs> do like, we're gonna listen. We gotta, we gotta, it is. It's a We gotta figure out Enrico. It's the new world order. They got a projector. Yeah. They have graphs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, a guy with a pointer. Hey, man, I'm saying it again. Yeah. He's not the only dangerous guy there, yeah. man. Yeah. I can't. I mean. He's been talking about you for a little bit. He's just like, you got to have this guy on. I'm like. Two years. Still young. Literally since the first day. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, this kid's special, yeah, man. appreciate that. All right. Yeah. So we've got the very last question now. Enrico, you talked about like doing social media and stuff like that. So you, be careful with the answer to this question because this may come back to haunt you. Yeah. You know when you when you get famous, right? No coaching. Yeah. <laughs> do you or do you not wash your jiu-jitsu belt? You don't have to say anything. Without, without your lawyer. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Thank I you for having me. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Yeah, what about you, I think AJ? That's the first plead the fifth. We're, we're coming it. back to that. We're yeah. going to come back to that. What do you want? Do you I, wash your belt? I think if it stinks, wash it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come back to, to Enrico. You if believe in the juju? You believe in the juju? I, I think the only reason you wouldn't answer it is because you don't wash well, your yeah. belt, which is fine. It's cool. It's okay to be disgusting. Well, Wagner doesn't wash it. his belt, and he looks down on you if you do. Oh, Wagner looked at We had Wagner on. He looked at me like I had four fucking heads. He's like, what? Like, he's right next to me, and he's just looking at me going like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy's washing yeah, his belt? belt. Ugh. Uh, yeah. If you're... If you're <laughs> 
if you're really good, you shouldn't be sweating in the first place. So you don't need an arm skin. Damn. <laughs> That's the best, best answer. answer ever. Best answer ever. We're gonna, we're gonna leave it there. No. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, leave it I'll there. We're I'm gonna kidding. leave it there. That's it. Wait until AC breaks down. <laughs> yeah. Also, guys, we have two of our teammates competing tomorrow in Atlanta Open. Uh, both uh, Gian, who we mentioned earlier, and uh, J Pep. John. J Pep. So if you guys are watching this, good luck. Bring the gold or don't come back. Thank you to Feito IT and AV. Specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember... You'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or geese with code JJD. So I was going to give you a moment, too. So first of all, thank you guys for doing this. I really appreciate you coming on. Miguel's been uh, mentioned you guys a long time ago. And then uh, recently I've been after him to get this set up. So thank you for getting it set up, and thank you guys for coming My pleasure. on. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll pleasure. give you a minute. Do you want to, anybody you want to shout out? Give them your Instagram. We're going to we'll automatically, when we introduce you, and at the end we'll put your Instagram handles. But go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. And Any if sponsors, you want to yes, sponsor shout outs or anything like that, go ahead. It's your time. Uh, um, you can find me on Instagram. It's Enrico BJJ, E N R I C O B J J. And uh, if you guys ever want to learn from me, I teach privates as well. Um, and. I'm not currently sponsored. Hopefully, you know, Tatami, <laughs> one day, you know, one, one guy can only dream. Hey, but Get in. Get yeah, in now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Adrian, give him a, make sure we give him the, uh, the, the, the address, the, the handle, but also tell him exactly where your gym is. Yeah. Uh, so our Instagram page is Renzo Gracie Weston. Our website is Renzo Gracie, um, Florida.com. If you want to check out our schedule and our classes. Uh, the address is 1091. Shotgun Road. We are right out at the border of Weston and Sunrise. Okay. By the local gym is um, there's a UFIT nearby, so that's a, a good reference if you're living around the area. Yeah, and you could find me at your local Starbucks <laughs> every Tuesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. Miguel, remind everybody who the heck you are and give me your handle. It's been a uh, while. I don't even know my handle anymore. <laughs> I, I, I actually, it's ingrained just, in my mind. <laughs> it's, isn't it a JJ D, JJD D, underscore DJJ69? <laughs> yeah, because it's all flipped, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah, the, and the, the 69 numbers, is what? <laughs> the dinner for two, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> um, no, yeah, you can, you can find me. I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit more active. I've gotten my, my You phone. took a break for a little bit. I, I, had a, I had a horrible phone addiction yeah. that I had to take care of. I had a... I, I've had a lot of good things happen in my life lately that have required my attention. That's why I've been away from the podcast sure. and I've, I've had to settle into a new role at work. And, um, I, I really didn't want to sacrifice my time with my family and yeah. jujitsu. Uh, cause ultimately I love talking about jujitsu. I could literally do this shit all day. I know it. Um, I love it. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. But man, do I love going to gym, yeah. training with these guys, talking with these guys, 
you know, and the environment, the culture. Um, I would highly suggest, you know, get your children into jujitsu, whichever gym. Just know, do a trial, feel yeah. out the gym, see what the culture's like, see if you like it. There, yeah, there, there's red flags out there. They're easy to see. Um, and there's there's more green flags than there are red flags. Just go out there and go train. All right. So, again, everybody, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Uh, let me – hold on. Let's do it on air. Yeah, what do we got? What do we got? Got some T-shirts for you guys. Hey. All right. Now, uh, the only thing I'm out of is large. But I think if I gave you a large, it would probably be short on you. I'm hoping that you, you – uh, is an XL too big? That's fine. So, all right. So, we give uh, – you guys, there's uh, XL. Uh, there's a medium if you want to uh, – your uh, I think your fiance is probably a medium. She can grab one as well. He is not please. a medium. It, oh, a small. I'm sorry. I, I, wait, so I should say I have. I only have I medium. You, My apologies. <laughs> Let me. Uh, that, 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 I don't want to insult anybody. Wow, she's a medium. Uh, so listen. She's thank you. Thank you, everybody. Like, thank you guys for doing this. Thank you guys, everybody, for watching and listening. Check us out at Jujitsu Dummies for all the ways to watch us and support. You can check me out at Uncle Milty BJJ on Instagram. Yep. And uh, thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Peace, love, jujitsu. Thank love. you, bye. Oh, bye, guys. <laughs>